louder. Welcome back, guys, to Wrestling Ruined, Wrestling's Worst Years, episode 25. Fuck, boys. We're a quarter of the way to 100, boys. Holy shit, boys. I am your host, the incomparable, uh, the extravagant, if you will, Eddie Shepard, along with... <laughs> the president of the Davy Richards fucking jerk squad, <laughs> Travis Lasseter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got a little... I was jeffing while doing it, so it kind of <laughs> fucked me up. Now, now, correct me if I'm incorrect, but did Jeffin end up on the fucking podcast, or is that something we came up with? We came up with fact. it afterwards, because... We were in here like we were killing. Yeah, we were killing time for the podcast, our last podcast to save. So that's what we did. Yeah, Jeff and has become very popular amongst uh, myself and the boys. And speaking of myself, I'm the free will burning head turning ass kicking machismo dripping master podcasting mouthpiece of the southeast. Your uncontested superstar of the airwaves and your reigning and defending podcast champion of the world, the Brandon Canadian Cutster, Brandon A. Lane. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> a piece don't, of shit. Don't worry, everybody at the Smoky Mountain Collector Show. Saw me jeffing the whole day. Oh, Goddamn no. right. Oh, jeffing it. No. How many chicks have you jeffed? <laughs> a bunch. That's why. Lindsay, he's a whore. <laughs> That's why it took me so long to get married. They missed all the shitty all the shitty songs that he had. My dearest dear the child. It's so fucking terrible. Uh, yeah. Jeff Hardy says, fuck WWE. How about fuck your music career? Oh. You saw him live, not us. <laughs> I was fucking free. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, what is happening? Someone someone uh, just subscribed to the Davey Richards Jerk Squad. Jerk Speaking of, we got t-shirts. T-shirt available now. Uh, buy them. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Do we have a Jeff and shirt yet? I, I will get on that. I am going to buy... A David Richards Jerk Squad shirt as soon as I get paid. That is my that is my next purchase in life. Well, maybe if you'd stop buying ridiculous shit like Zodiac figures and... The goon! The, the goon has arrived, by the way. Oh, great. He is in the apartment right now, and he is fucking glorious. You didn't take pictures? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag glamour shots. Brandon, uh, talk about what we're doing in a couple of weeks. It is my great pleasure that... Collectively, we will be seeing the NWA Crockett Cup 2022. I'll be there both nights, and uh, myself, Travis, and Eddie will be there together the second night, uh, witnessing history. Um, there's still some intrigue on a, a couple of the entrants, although uh, no FTR. That's going to suck. We were all kind of having fingers crossed that FTR was going to end up in the in the tournament, and I think that's uh, that's a big. No, you know, big, unless, uh, big unless, screw up. Well, unless they swerve everybody and they put them in the play-in match. I, I mean, guess I guess that's possible. I'm just gonna, you know, hopefully see King Cardona beat the shit out of Nick Aldis. I don't think you'll be there that night. Well, whatever. 
I hope you have to cry tears into your fucking peacock-shaped pillow. At least I'll fucking be there. <laughs> yeah, we, me, myself and Travis couldn't swing both nights, so we'll be there on Sunday night we'll and uh, taking the day off work. But we probably would be hitting up Music City Collectibles to look at some fucking... Yeah, also, McKay's. Yeah, very, very excited to do some fig hunting. And, and it's it's awesome for me as a sort of... I, I got to see an NWA uh, defense at NGW against Matt Cross. It was a terrific match. Met Nick Aldis, good dude. I was within close proximity of the 10 pounds of gold. The, the beautiful rebirth version that they're no longer using for whatever reason, which we is did. a fucking crime against humanity because that belt was beautiful. But this is, this is potentially the first time I'll ever get to see... A, a title switch, which in the lineage of the NWA have, have been several, but uh, this is of the new era. This could be a one that matters. Fucking Cardona's walking out as champ, man. Shut the fuck up, Travis. <laughs> King uh, Cardona. Also, <laughs> night one, I have second row tickets. Um, night two, I have front row ticket, and then Eddie and uh, Travis are sitting second row. Second that whisper, was actually a good price for second, that. Uh, whisper sweet nothings in his ear. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I fucking broke. I'm broke. <laughs> but it was worth it. Absolutely worth it. Yeah, I owe this guy money. <laughs> yeah, guys. So we're going to start rolling. We're not going to do our typical ads right now, but we're going to roll right into this bad boy. Uh, In Your House 1, guys, this kind of a little bit of a follow-up with what's going on with In Your House. In early 1995, as a response uh, to a move by WCW to increase their annual pay-per-view events, the WWF established the In Your House series, which would become uh, monthly pay-per-views that were held between the Big Five, which would be... Uh, the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, King of the Ring, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Boom. In that fucking order. Suck it! And sold at a lower cost. The Big Five had a cost uh, price point of twenty nine ninety five, with In Your House being um, a tank of gas in nineteen ninety five, not today, <laughs> at fourteen ninety five. Less to take it a family of four to the movies, boys. That's that. fucking Todd, man. Todd yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck Todd. Also, while the Big Five uh, typically ran for approximately three hours, In Your House uh, shows would typically run for approximately two hours. But the paying crowd got a three hour show. Yeah, we'll get to that too. Uh, but yeah, Brandon, you ready? I, I fucking uh, Kendall looking fuck. I think no wrestling show should be longer than two hours. I I think you are running the risk of less can be more, and this this episode is not going to be a great representation of that. Um, there's parts. But, there's parts, but this episode on paper less should have been more. I will tell you from experience. I went to WrestleMania in Orlando. I believe it was 33. And that was, it was, a. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed going to WrestleMania, enjoyed that whole experience. But sitting outside in the Florida heat for almost six and a half hours, because I had to be there, you know, early, had to wait to get out, all that stuff. <clears throat> brutal. Would not wish that on anyone. Like, show was great. Show flew by. I mean, Great is susceptible to whatever you believe, but like, no, no wrestling show should be over three hours. I think sitting there like in the sun and the heat and all that stuff that you experience burnout like a motherfucker. Yeah, we, we have that problem. The NGW shows they run typically long. We try to do shorter start times, and no, it always never fails. One match runs really long or something, and it's always turned into a longer show, but. In Your House 1, guys, so make sure you get on Peacock, uh, look up In Your House. It's going to say Season 1, Episode 1 of In Your House. Um, we're gonna say three, two, one, play, and we're yeah. gonna get this started. Be sure to fast forward two seconds. Brandon, <laughs> get it all zero. I, I spent ten minutes, <laughs> no joke, 
Peacock does not want our format to work. They are against us. Actually, if they're if they're uh, picking on anybody, it's Conrad and his podcast. But we're we're reaping the benefits of this this holy war being fought between <laughs> Peacock and AdFreeShows.com. Also, very generic uh, fucking placeholders. For the first, oh yeah, it's just like the, the the feet up on. Yeah, it. they should have used like the, at least the VHS cover art or something. You would think they're lazy. Yeah. All right, guys. Peacock. Three, two, one, play. In your house. The World Wrestling Federation. For over fifty years, the Revolutionary Force. They don't have the in your house things. theme yet, do they? They do. They play. They play it on here. Yeah. Jesus Christ! How do you not know? You how many said, times have you you said it? this is the third time. Yeah. In. 24 yeah, hours, you watch it this. It has a weird, like, rap version. It's like, in your house. You're just hearing what you want to hear. Shut up. Guys, it, this episode, as we said, is In Your House 1, <laughs> taking place May 14, <laughs> 1995, from the... Uh, on my 11th birthday, mind you. I can't even pronounce the county that this is in. Onondaga County Who War cares? Memorial in Syracuse, New York. And they give away a house in Florida. Yeah. Father in New York. Well, yeah. Uh, this pay-per-view received a .83 buy rate, which is equivalent to about 332,000 buys. Pretty good for a, just a you know, $15 pay-per-view. Thing. Well, I think that's that's probably why they had so many buys and the reason why they consider this a success. Fucking they made up, look like a star there. They made up in volume what they would have in price. Absolutely. True. Oh, man. <laughs> Fucking Jeff Jarrett. In we your house, great. Big Daddy Cool is oh, in your face. You know what was the biggest wasted match on this fucking paper? Oh, we'll get there, buddy. Don't worry. Adam Baum and fucking Mabel. It's the king of the ring. Oh, oh my God. God, God damn it. So you, no one sucks the dick harder of Mabel than Travis, and even he will not b- <laughs> fucking bow the knee to, to the future oh, king the, of the, the ring. The match was like three minutes. The funny thing about this is this opening package is longer than the Ooh, Mabel. Quang. Quang God. <laughs> There's something I got. I actually have a really cool uh, thing coming up with Quang. You guys will see yeah. him shortly. It's cool to see Quang on the opening. And then God, Jerry Lawler was hairy, man. <laughs> Look at oh, this beautiful and we, house. And we give away a house that the kid's going to sell in six months to create a college fund. God damn it, Travis. I, my, <laughs> my notes. <laughs> Sorry, man. I didn't know what's even in there. My bad. Well, I did research you did. WWE would never let this shot happen now where oh, you yeah. can see the guy I thought that, glass. too. And when you're, when they're showing the pan, um, the carpet in front of it is, like, sticking up. Vincent May would have a fucking conniption fit seeing that shit. Like Kevin Dunn, you buck tooth bitch. God, I love Doc Hendricks here tonight. Hey, Doc Hendricks. If this was a video podcast, you would have just seen me rub my face seductively. You know, also, he's a plant. Also, this same year, (laughs) Doc Hendricks would go back to being Michael P.S. Hayes and would end up on Gold Rush 2 uh, as as ring announcer. No one cares. That was the worst show in the history. You know, Harley Race brought a gun to that show. He did. It, it, it set records. <laughs> yeah, for how bad the show was. Meltzer was not a fan. Meltzer didn't even review it. He thought it was such trash. It yeah. did. It did like three million buys on pay per view. It, it's the record. Still, it still holds. Still holds true. Vince McMahon looks at Doc Hendricks a couple times during the show. Like, what the fuck are you right talking there? About? There was one. There was one in your house, in your face. That's usually what I say when I'm about to jizz. I'm not going to lie, though. Like, 
He was a nice change of pace, though, on uh, this show. Like he, he was not. <laughs> Guess who's starting the show? He's um, gonna tell a change. I will say, I'm gonna jerk at the curtain. Our first match, guys, is Hakushi versus Bret Hart. Is he However, on there? Yeah, well, you, yeah, it's good. Keep him with the fucking. Why is he face, wearing babe? a fucking pearl? Fucking want a pearl purse. necklace? That's a pearl purse necklace. <laughs> He puts people's balls in there. Oh, I have my notes here. The Hakushi's entrance is the tits. It's actually pretty cool. However, the big fucking male uh, fucking like box that they have there that has all the all the letters in it is tacky. I hate Brett's tights on this show. By the way, they look like they're unfinished. Look at that. Oh, I'm getting to that too. Great, like, great camera shot. Yeah, well, because he missed the moonsault. That's why they cut to that, Brandon. God. If we were watching Superstars, you don't even understand working, Brandon. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, I like how Howard Finkel fucking starts the show out and then. Ring announcer McGee, and then, and he, come, but the then fuck, he comes back. Yeah, though. I don't know who the fuck ring announcer McGee is. You know what I like about Howard Finkel during this time? He was alive. That's true. Oh. Howard Finkel was the fucking man. He was fucking great. I loved Howard Finkel. That's true, man. He was he was a legend. The Fink. He's probably in the back watching porn between his fucking announcing. Games. I like so. I like that he. Uh, it's very Raiden like from I do um, like Mortal Kombat. Where if they kind of got that from that. Well, you know, Too many gimmicks. He's got the fucking uh, DDP syndrome right now. He's got the pearl purse necklace. He's what got a pearl. <laughs> yeah, here's where Todd Pettengill looks up and mullet. says "video" instead of "video." Brett actually puts over Hakushi as being a great wrestler, which I, I admire. That Brett he knows that he's about to go win this match, so he wants to make it look like okay. Hakushi's a bigger star than what he is already. Well, here's the thing: psych in psychology terms, when you when you dog your opponent, who have you beat? Sure. You have to lay a foundation like you're great, but I'm better than you. That yeah. has to be, and that's then that's not to get off track, but that's why I've never been a huge fan of The Rock. He's the best trash trash talker of all time, but he buried so many people verbally because at that point, like, well, who the fuck did you beat? Exactly. You know what I mean? I also had my notes too, guys. When Akushi was coming out, was... we want Brett chance. Or it was fucking loud because racism. <laughs> uh, Todd with there the is almost a, a USA chant during this match, which is uh, hilarious because Brett's Canadian. <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah, Brandon would know. Fuck you, oh. Travis. He dedicated this match to his mother and wished her a happy Mother's Day. Yeah, man. <laughs> there's a lot, a lot yeah. of talk about mothers on this show. Some of it gets very grim. I do have in my notes too, Travis. Uh, Jerry Lawler's mom. Fucking yeah, huh. We'll get there. You were talking about you were talking about Brett's gear not being like complete. Yeah, it doesn't look it, complete. It's my least favorite Bret Hart gear I've ever seen. Like it looks like they didn't do the outline like with white on, like, on the edges. I'm so used like, to seeing it filled in. Like yeah, I it don't looks weird. Understand. Why the fuck is the skip intro button in the corner of this goddamn screen, Brandon? <laughs> God. Cake in my mouth right now. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to not say anything. Get yeah. canceled. Yeah. Please don't. Got the editing. <laughs> but I really ready. do not like the Brett tights. I, I noticed that as soon as I watched the show, I was like, "Those are like they, Julie didn't fill them in or something." Julie, whatever her name was, is a long time soon for something. Oh, he to be. filled in Julie. <laughs> Which one? A bunch of them. A bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. The way Shinja. Julie. Julie got so filled in that he divorced her because she got. <laughs> <laughs> that's allegedly we don't know for sure but I'm assuming that's probably what it was oh, oh, look, Tony, yeah. Tony Chimble there Tony Chimble's uh, taking the gear away oh, this kid has yeah. a LOD shirt on he, give me a high five school, woo woo oh my god oh my god look at that denim vest I, the there. I love your son as a kid that's a moment man as I want to be like Brett you know what Vince says right here by the way he says some people want to be like Mike but other people want to be like Brett <laughs> good 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 line Vince <laughs> As a kid, um, 
I can think of no more awesome interaction than you being the kid that Brent oh, gave the glasses. I've to. said no. that in a past episode no. too, and I agree. Like that's like one thing that it's a cool moment to get people to want to bring their kids to the show, so you have that well, moment. Dude, like I've always just wanted a pair of those fucking glasses. Well, I, I had them. Like I said, when I was like, a kid, I had them. I ordered them out of the magazine. Uh, go to the optometrist. Well, yeah. Well, Brett sells them on his website now, and he'll sign them. Well, that's yeah. so cool. Well, what is fucking cool? Them. Well, you, Brandon, that is cool. For you being a Canadian, you would think you'd have a Canadian. He has, like, some above his bed in there. It really beats off to him. But, uh, you know, Sean tried to do it semi with, like, letting the kid come in the ring and dance with him. That just kind of looked well, pedophilic. Well, yeah, because after he'd bring his fucking <laughs> panties down, show his, his fucking nut hair. sweating down his fucking ball fro, like, oh, God, Grottleby, you're six. <laughs> Would that be proto jeffing? <laughs> that's where that's where Jeff Hardy got it from. Jeff, God, just imagine Jeff, Jeff Hardy hey. in this era, just out there like that dude has an ECW shirt on in the front row or in the second row there. He's getting ready to fight the fucking pirate, and he's just up there. I'm pretty sure that's not how it worked. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Brett is so fucking over though. The crowd's just super hot for him this immediately. Match, like starts out really, really good. I I, I it's actually a beg to Brett Hart. I beg match. to differ because they have this nice little spot, but you'll see here shortly. Um, Brett goes to shoot Hakushi off, and then like mm. he slips, and then they try to get another move, and they they just they they're like they're off for the first little bit, and they finally start rolling. Well, there's also a spot in this match where Shinja's supposed to do something, and his ass isn't in the right spot, and Brett gets up, then has to get back down. Well, it's right here, so he's gonna he's gonna <laughs> shoot him in. He's gonna shoot him in. Watch. He slips. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. They save it. Shoulder tackle. Shoulder I almost tackle. like he was going to do a blockbuster there or something and kind of adjusted midair. But God, those Brett Titans. You'll see. Oh, you'll, oh, you'll, oh no! You'll see this throughout the night too. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna say this. Is that Ozzy Osbourne? No, that, that's all the ECW fans. You'll oh. see them later. They're all super marky. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling. I'm, I'm, I'm being 100 serious. You'll see. Uh, but I have my. They're notes. not used to seeing good wrestling. Yeah, that's true. Where's the sign, man? Oh, drink a beer. Tell them how good it was, Travis, after watching ECW Hardcore TV. Yeah, Sam Man fucking sucks, you fat son of a bitch. Sit down. <laughs> hey, I have no ill will towards the Sam Man. He was on rants one time. <laughs> I'm just I have ill will towards Fatso out there because fucking ECW sucks. So. I have a grandma here. She's like, I don't even know what this is. Are you having a good time, Billy? Yeah, he's like, yes, I am. <laughs> Got a Nancy Reagan haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my I have my notes. I didn't mention this, guys. But the dark match before the show was John Pierre Lafitte uh, defeating Bob Holly. Did he steal Buck his plug. tires? No, of his race stole his jacket though. It's his mo. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if he's. Yeah, I wonder if he's the one that stole that splotch of hair from the back of his head. Oh, that's oh. Mean. that's mean. That's mean. That's wear off from where he wears his helmet when he's NASCAR racing. You know, his whole team. You don't races. understand racing. You don't understand how, racing. Like, how it's did fucking Jimbo and Ethel afford fucking front row seats? Oh, I don't have the ticket prices. For I, the show. I, I See, get, look right here. They, oh, they fuck oh, up again. Oh, but he saves it. Yeah, like I said, they just seem like they're a little bit off to get started. Well, but I'm assuming a, they never have worked at one another. Well, there's a well, they worked at that that six man tag. There's a language but, yeah. barrier, man. There's a well, Brett's the, worked in oh, Japan. Oh, oh, JJ, and then there's fucking hey, a boot. <laughs> <laughs> USA, USA. Oh man, Sorry. I, have, I also have my notes too, guys. That Hakushi has a habit of working the uh, non TV side, which is a, a very irritating to me. I don't want to see his. Back. I want to see his facial uh, expressions and yeah, everything like that. There, that would not be allowed. Like he be, he gets, uh, he get fucking chewed out 
so much by Vince oh, to the yeah. point where he'd be like hopping a boat back to. I will. I give it credit for like ninety five. The cameras. <clears throat> I feel like. The, I feel like the way they shoot matches now is fucking god awful. <gasps> like, like a fucking men on a mission house I'm party. In, I'm in a fucking kaleidoscope oh, about to puke from fucking uh, whiplash and sickness. <laughs> Fuck you, but like me. they make Bret Hart look really huge here, though. Like the way they zoom in, it, it makes him look like he's a big dude. Well, yeah, I mean, well, Hakushi is a little bit smaller too, so that does help. Uh, I have my notes too, guys. Michael Hayes is fucking great on commentary, I, and this you'll, it's gonna be a running theme. I love him on commentary. <laughs> this is this is the show that got him the job as ring announcer on, on Gold Rush Two. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> It was a moment in history, Here's Travis. Thing, like, he's, he tell, he's like telling Vince McMahon this whole match, like, you got to be impartial like me. You can't just cheer for Brett. And then he's like, come on, Hakushi. <laughs> come on, Hakushi. So, guys, we're going to do a, a special Hakushi spotlight as we get this match. Uh, some Fucking interesting man. stuff. Jinsuke Shinzaki. Kinsuke Shinzaki. Not so PC, Travis. Originally started working uh, a career as an actor. Uh, but left for professional wrestling. He trained in Lucha Libre before debuting in, in Universal Lucha Libre in 1992, wrestling under a mask and the name Mongolian Yuga. I don't know why he didn't get a fucking acting career with all those facial expressions he makes. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you stop. In 1993, Shinzaki followed the great Sasuke uh, to his promotion, Michinoku Pro Wrestling, becoming one of its shit. founders. I've heard that as well. In, 90, in June of 93, uh, Kinsuke uh, unmasked and changed his gimmick, redebuting as Jinsei Shinzaki. I did, well, that was not a dog PC. I got it right. Shut up, Travis. <laughs> Under this persona, Shinzaki wrestled in a slow, meditated style and constantly performed prayers in the ring before every movement, which sounds fucking boring. You're, kill, you're, you're killing time against the hitman. That's wrong to do. Here. He also came to the arenas in full pilgrimage garments, including white robes and hats. Similar to the one he's wearing. Right. And carried a Shakujo staff. Can I interject real quick? Absolutely. Do you know the significance of white in in terms of Japanese culture? No. Lay it on me. Okay. Well, in, in America, we usually consider white good and black bad. You know. But in, in Japan, it's the complete opposite. <laughs> Ooh, we can't <clears> throw <throat> the top rope. You know, you wear white. That's basically, you're saying, I'm a heel. Yeah. You know. Shin, shinja. Shinja. Is that why he's wearing white face? Yeah. Yes. He's, he's ultra heel. No. Yeah. Oh, somebody hit the camera there. Did y'all notice that? We're like, did. In mid-94, uh, Shinzaki uh, wrestled on a WWF tour in Japan. This led to him being offered a contract with the promotion later that year after the promotion was looking for a Japanese wrestler. They originally wanted Hayabusa, and Hayabusa did not uh, show up. Here's, so, here's one thing. Work out. Sorry to inter interject here. But has anybody else noticed, like, on these ring aprons, like, the WWF is two different colors? Like, the one in your house is, like... A bright, like a darker yellow, and then the symbols on each side of it are the fucking neon blue and, well, and yellow, well, like highlighter that, yellow. Well, whoever was working at the print shop did not understand working. Well, no, at I least, did, at I least they got four. I didn't notice that, but I did notice that the In Your House theme was in this, and I didn't watch it half as many times hey, as you did. <laughs> it's a rap version. It's not the original. <laughs> in late 1994, see, see? he traveled to the WWF as Hakushi, which is white one. Uh, it's basically a version of his Michinoku Pro persona. Hakushi brought the wrestling style of Luchiroso uh, to the, the to the company, utilizing many aerial maneuvers and stood out for using many of them to finish his matches as opposed to one single established finishing move, which is, we have seen he's not had one established finishing move so far. I believe he, he defeated... 
Uh, Treasure Trail Hardy with, with a like, moonsault, with, didn't he? I think, no, I think it was a Vader bomb. He also did a kick, and I know he did a splash. So he's he's used quite a few. I'm, I'm going to say that that was probably, in hindsight, for American wrestling, probably to his detriment. Stalking, yes. stalking. Yeah, it's hard to get around because you don't know what his finishing moves yeah, are going to be. And, and especially when you're building a guy and you're having him work enhancement talent, a lot of the purpose of that is is not to necessarily get just yourself over is to get your finisher over. Yes. That way... The build. The, the build, yeah. crescendo at all. Brett hated chops, by Here, the way. Here's where, here's where Quang comes into play, which I had no idea Quang. about this. Quang. Hakushi had a brief alliance with Ninja Wrestler Quang, calling themselves... <laughs> Racism. Calling themselves collectively Shogun. After losing a tag team match, Hakushi blamed Quang and turned on him. Hakushi sub- subsequently defeated Quang in the Shogun ta- uh, team's breakup and blow-off match. Wow, why wasn't that on Raw? This happened to be Quang's last appearance, which we'll see who he shows up as and, later on. And um, they they pale in comparison to the legendary tag team of Shoguns of Billy Gunn <laughs> and Big Show. Dang, they were tag champions too. Yeah, they year. were. <laughs> That's sad. Oh, God. His biggest feud, of course, is actually with Bret Hart. Oh, oh, oh. That was oh, that was nice. It, oh, the neck. It's a shame too because I really do think they had they had something here, and they never got to that Undertaker feud. Well, well kind of they do, but we'll get yeah. to that. So. Building up, he keeps having matches with One Two Three Kid. He ends up getting into a feud with Barry Horwitz, uh, which is great. exciting. And he ends up turning face towards the end of the year. I know I watched Survivor Series, and Oof. he's also in the '96 Royal Rumble match. During a match on Raw against Justin Hawk Bradshaw in March of '96, Hakushi was hit by Bradshaw's braining iron after a loss. That week on Superstars, Jim Ross reported that he had been so humiliated by that branding that he kayfabe left the WWF. Wow. Only to show up in ECW without the brand. He would work briefly for New Japan Pro Wrestling in 96 to 97. During his return to Michinoku Pro in October of 97, the Hakushi character was brought up to go against The Undertaker. Hakushi was introduced in a, uh, in a coffin by an entourage of Japanese traditional pallbearers. He would fall to the tombstone. Taker must pose. <laughs> I think Bruce Prichard is there for that match because he talked about it on I believe you're right, pod, podcast. He also leading up to that, he had a feud with the Great Muda, and it made it seem like he died. And he, when he was in the casket, it like it was like zombie. Does it look sounds pretty cool. Yeah, so, I've seen pictures of it. He comes out like covered in dust and stuff, <laughs> like he's resurrected. They're, they're a little ahead of their cool. theatrics over there in uh, in Japan compared to over here. Sucks. Oh, between '97 and '98, he and Hi- he and Hayabusa. Had a brief stint ECW, which Travis mentioned, competing against, you know? RVD and Sabu. That's right. And he has been the president of Michinoku Pro Wrestling since 2003. Good for him. I may hate ECW, but I've watched enough of it to know Wait, so. The cool thing about this is his debut... I don't hate everything about it. His debut, I want to say, was November of 92. And within, you know, what, less than 10 years, he was an owner of a, one of the major companies in Japan. No. Which Michinoku Pro still does stuff with New Japan right now. I know Taka Michinoku is is based out of that, which Michinoku Pro. And up, up. they also mentioned too that during 2003 that there was really bad tsunamis and floods and he was actually going around raising money and helping people, which is pretty cool. That's that's awesome. Um real quick, I love Hakushi's oh, yeah, Ninja Turtle boots. <laughs> oh yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> they basically they're segmented so Ooh, the toe nice. is separated from the you know the the rest of the the Does boot. Yeah, I, I guess. Either way, it's just a it's well, a nice little touch. That was a move he didn't really do a whole lot in the WWF, or you didn't see a lot of it. He did a praying walk, yes, like across the top rope, and it's actually in WWE 
2K games later on where you can yeah. add it to someone. Yes. But he did like a like just a one-handed pray and walk, kind of like the Undertaker did. Fun fun fact: in my universe mode on 2K19, which we're about to get 2K22, mm-hmm. he is my Intercontinental Champion. Uh, that, that absolutely should have happened. Yeah, he, with, with the the crop they had, I don't see why he could not have been. I mean, they give it back well, to Sean, but Sean really didn't need to be whoa, Intercontinental Champion. Look at that. No, he didn't. No, I think. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh shit, you almost ate the side of that table, by I'm the way. This match, I, I like a lot of Brett's matches because this is slow pace. Like, it's it's getting everything going, and and now it's starting to build up. It's, it's crescendoing very well. It's telling a story. Absolutely. And they're filling each, the whole first part was them filling each other out because yeah. they never worked each other. I mean, one-on-one. I like it. I like this match. It's definitely it, it took me a, for match of the It match. took me a little bit to get into the match uh, once they kind of got the filling out process. But this spot right here that's going to happen shortly is fucking oh. bonkers and not don't ruin it yeah. in fucking 95. <laughs> I, wanna, I know don't, you. Don't ruin Watch, it. Here it is. Oh, fuck. I'm about to say, I was going to say, Christ. Uh, like people don't really do that a whole lot now. I think the, Daniel they, Bryan and Gulak did that. And, um,. It, Buddy Murphy and I want to say Cedric Alexander did it on 205 yes. Live one time. That crazy, uh, yep. like that like false count anywhere false match. False count anywhere match. Great match. Like it's very. I mean, it's got to be a dangerous spot. Not everybody does it, but like. I mean, looked, fuck! It's at, scary. Out of ninety-five, though, like you never saw no. that ninety-five. That would have been DQ and WCW. That tells you Brett, <laughs> Brett. Brett had a lot of trust. No man, it was his momentum. He lost his momentum. Oh, that's over the top. God, he has that Shinja's uh, oh, face paint God, on his chest. Oh my God! Look at look at the. The ring skirt under the skirt. Well, oh, you'll get. God. We'll figure out why oh, here no. later on. I'm going to tell oh, you. I'm going to hold your foot. Oh, how, Rick, come on, Rev. How do you not, Timmy? Why? How do you not see it? <laughs> Michael Hayes up there. He's going to win my camera. Here we go. Watch Brett's. Watch Brett's knee on this moonsault. Oh, beautiful the killing time. Beautiful moonsault. Oh, God. A, he could have easily twisted that knee. Spoiler. The, the human body should not bend in such ways. It reminded uh, me of that spot him and Bulldog did at uh, SummerSlam. You never see people doing that now, though. You see that? People are like, come on, Brett. Come on, Brett. <coughs> fucking touching but me. They, they can't, can't do it. <laughs> they honestly can't do it now because they've got the fucking... They're got, fucking trying to take away. They've got the guardrails now where you can't even reach through them. You yeah. have to like, lean over it. I, I got some glitter on my hands. And oh, fuck you. Fuck you. I don't like the barricades. I, I like the old school. No, honestly, this is probably that's probably one of the reasons why they started doing that, though. Well, they, it's just it's more so. See, look at his tattoos coming off. You see, guys, see it's that? a branding thing too. Yeah, it separates them from other, other shows. Groups. Yeah, I like how Ring of Honor always put their signs on there. Yeah. Um, that, that, People that's always ate, ate shit on those. They're like they'd always throw them into them. Or this something. was such a great. Uh, here we go. Uh, oh, and victory oh, roll. Oh, there it is. Oh. One, two, three, boom. Yeah, it keeps it keeps. I mean, we can return to this match. He got him with a quick win. It wasn't definitive. He didn't have him, you know, he didn't tap out to the sharpshooter. It leaves it open for another match. However, I've not watched further on Raw episodes. I don't know if we get another Hakushi Brett match or not, but it was pretty damn good. I will say they overused the pyro on this show. Yes. Every fucking match, somebody gets pyro in the ceiling. I have in my notes here, too, that it's a weird time to get pyro. I don't. I mean, I get that's Brett, and it's kind of a big no, deal. It's weird because he has a second match. Like, why would you not wait to the end of the second match? Which, I guess, once we watch it, you'll understand. But, like, for me, I didn't understand why they fucking had the pyro. It just didn't make sense. He has the heart of a champion, according to that kid in the crowd. This is like... 
This is peak should have been the main event, Bret Hart. Yeah, to be honest, this should have been the main event of this show. The match he had with Jerry should have been first, which we find out later why right, it's not. Why he can't, yeah. Here he does the spot. He's going to roll out of the ring. He's going to pretend he slips. Oh, because the sign couldn't see it. The camera was terrible there. But he slips. But Doc Hendricks does play Hands it up. Doc Hendricks. Which, this is the whole reason throughout the rest of the show, Jerry Lawler's trying to get the match started yeah, immediately. early. Yeah. It started early. He's like, oh shit, my Which knee. tells a fun story as well. And last couple episodes, Jerry Lawler has been MVP for myself and I know for Brandon most of the time as well. Mm-hmm. He, he does a very good convincing job of being MVP this episode as well. He, he's great. But he's, Brett, Brett right there is like, fuck, my knee, my ankle. Oh, oh man, look at that. God, a Lunder Blaze. Lunder Blaze. That nose job did wonders. <laughs> no, that haircut did no wonders Jerry's for her. Jerry. She has the exact same fucking haircut as Stan Lane. <laughs> Which one's Stan? <laughs> Which one's Stan? <laughs> the fuck out of here with your Indian tassel jacket. Sorry, Native American tassel jacket. God damn it, Trevor. Oh. <laughs> and do I might got to be the one to say it? Not so PC, bro. <laughs> Let, let's get the let's get the match started right now. Let's go. He's warmed up. Jerry's like, you realize this is where the or Todd said this is where the winners show up. He goes, what? And he goes, oh, did y'all hear that? And he goes, oh, it's, it's my beeper. He oh, goes, my. I didn't hear your beeper golfing. It's on vibrate. Yeah. <laughs> Sign of the times there. Oh, but man. I like how Lundra Blaze doesn't even have the women's title with her or nothing. Like, she's just... She does look different. I don't know if it's because her hair's pulled back or she got a haircut. I think it's just her hair's pulled back. The, the, the hair, haircut. The hair no, looks... pulled back. It makes her look... <sighs> so bad. <sighs> oh, God. I, uh, yeah, I hate you, Stephanie, Stephanie Wine. Wine. <laughs> I have my notes. <laughs> Fuck, I hate you. This is like her la- <laughs> one of her last things, I think. It's because she flubs up here, and you'll see you'll see her shortly. She keeps going on and on. And shortly, when Jeff Jarrett's music hits, she's like, oh, there's Jeff Jarrett's music. I guess I got to go, basically. Like, I like how they have these security guards out here with all these postcards. So I have, a, I have a sincere question about this. Do you think some of this had to be real because it was a legit contest? Yeah, because if you realize when Todd says the winner later, he has a disclaimer he has to say on the air. If you listen to it real closely, he says something about, Pat, uh, he says the WWF and uh, your the, local cable your, provider. Your local cable provider. Uh, inform you that you have won this house uh, after pending pending pending, pending uh, inspection or, or yeah. pending uh, investigation of the results. So something. I'm assuming the, the gentleman here they they talk to him later. He has a crackly voice when he talks in this dorky looking lady, not Stephanie <laughs> one, the other one. So she, here's where she got cut off. But he's there legitimately. I'm wondering if they had to be there because it was an actual contest. Yeah. I'm thinking it had to be because it had to be through the cable. Provider, I mean, why would you so. throw this dork on on fucking air if, if for no, no other reason? You know, you know that is <laughs> that is smart though. Like, do you see all the fucking postcards they got? This fucking all mailing, mailing list, all those mailing lists, dude. You, yeah, and all they had to do was give away. No one's house. buying that. No one's buying <laughs> that fucking uh, vent shirt. By the way, god dang, god dang. It's white. It's white, but it fucking sucks. Watch my drink. Fuck your drink. Whoa. Um, Je- fucking uh, Jesse James would wear these ugly ass pants fucking forever. Aztec pants for. Isn't there? Doesn't he have a bone cruncher? He does with with those pants. I think it's. Did he ever have just a road dog, Jesse James, or was it just the road dog when he was in? Uh, no, he, he never had a bone cruncher until he became uh, the road dog. But he has those pants with a white DX shirt. God yeah, damn right. With the bandana. Does. With the bandana. They was it a two? It. Was it a two pack? They have it at McKay's. It is a two pack. He's they so, did have it at McKay's. You're right. We saw. He's it. so fucking cheap. Like, get some fucking gear. You can a fucking afford it. Well, now. I mean, look at look at Jeff's gear. Jeff's gear's on fucking point as well, always. He's a roadie, man. He's not supposed. I'm, no, to I'm have talking about at, at this point. That's fine. But by the time he's in DX, like, god damn. Dude, he had to buy weed and saw him. Let's get the fuck out of here. Well, still got beer in there? 
Yeah, there's a bunch of beer in there. Yeah, so sure. That's yours. What the fuck? Why don't I walk down and get a drink? I think there's a Kings of Leon beer still in there, too. Yeah. You're lucky I throw that shit away. <laughs> <laughs> they get one, two, three kid on the phone here. Ow, my neck. That's it. Yeah, he sounds terrible. He's He cannot cut a good promo. He just can't. It's just not one of his strong suits. Dude can work fucking circles around anybody. Oh, God, here we go. We got Razor here. We've got a guy that can cut a fucking promo right here, though. I want to I want to extend a, a point of discussion with you guys. Several years ago, with one of his reinventions, uh, Y2J Chris Jericho, if you will, if you will. Uh, came back with a, a light up jacket that like blew up the fucking wrestling world because people are stupid. <laughs> like the things that like get over with people, it just never ceases to amaze me. But the first thing that I thought. When this happened, I was like, Jeff Jarrett did that in 1995 mm -hmm. with his hat and glasses, and no one gave a shit. Well, What's the difference? I think it's just the time. Because Jericho was a face, probably, at the time when he came back with that jacket. But, but was he? Because he did the whole thing where, where he came he, out and like just shook the camera and all that yeah, bullshit. Yeah, and like, didn't, didn't speak for a while. Mm -mm. Oh, I can't no. remember. I will say, though, that... Uh, they did say something to Razor here. They're like, oh, it's the... F they And they mentioned this on the way to the ring. This is the first handicap match on WWF pay-per-view ever. Doc Hendricks says that. Yeah. And, I, and I was curious if that was the case because I've never paid attention to that. But as far as I could, I could... I did a little bit of research. I did not see another one. And then they talk about how he's like, you're in a handicap match tonight. And then Razor's like, yeah, the only, the only one documented or something like that. He talks about how like he's had them before in the streets. So. He basically yeah, said, too, the kid was telling him he felt like he let him down because he's hurt. And Razor's like, kid, you didn't let me down. There And he's in that fucking yellow gear again. And we keep mentioning this, and we never noticed it. He has kid on the tape on his boot. I wonder what that said. I could not see it. I thought it was, I thought it was like a like $100 they, bill. They, they mention it later. Like They have zoom in on it. He says he's even got kid on his boots, and it's just like See, that. the pyro has the middle section yeah, there so, this time. Yeah. And then he even mentions that, too, that there's uh, no Sid to come through the pyro. <laughs> but, like, Doc, Doc Hendricks has some little tidbits during this show, though. Like He's good. Like, he's like, I don't know if it's been fed to him. I I have to think that at this point, he's probably doing, some do, do, doing as good as he possibly can for, you know... Well, it, you know, suck up, you know. And here's the other thing. I, it, Jim Ross is probably helping him out. Because wasn't this like Jim Ross kind of went to bat for Michael Hayes? And then that's when they come in and it's like, you wouldn't have hair, to cut your hair and yeah. all this stuff. Well, it was uh, him and No, it was and Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, it was Bruce. More, more so Bruce. I remember Bruce talking about it. And Isn't that the, the is that the yellow gear he wore at the Rumble? It is. And that's also the yellow gear that you got on your um, bone cruncher. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Which is funny because we all mentioned that. Even when we were pricing stuff at your house... We were just talking about this gear, and there it was. But the fucking gear that I hated the most is when he wears the green tights with the yellow boots and the yellow knee pads. That fucking sucked on Raw that time. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Lit it he wore that against Owen, I think it was. I just don't color. think that yellow is his color. No. No. No, no I always like the purple. It, it, I'm gonna, it clashes with his skin tone. The baby blue. Yeah. I like that one as well. Well, WWE, anytime they ever release a Razor Ramon figure, usually the first one is always in the purple yep. gear. And he didn't wear that that much, I feel like. His most famous gear to me is the black. Yeah, the, the black, black and the with gold. the gold. Yeah, WrestleMania, like he, 10. WrestleMania 10. That's what he wore when he started out as a heel, pretty Ooh. much in 92. Still the best, one of the best working punches, guys. But like, if I'm thinking about it, my childhood, though, it's the green oh. because it was in that WrestleMania the arcade game. That was his default tights. Yeah. Yeah, and I know what you're talking like, about. That was, and I used to play that game all the time. Because you're stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid. 
dumb. Let's let's, were, let's remember him at one of the lowest lowest points of uh, of video game history. It's crazy to me that Jeff Jarrett didn't make it in that game as popular as he was at the time. And fucking Luger and Bam Bam and Yoko made it, and they weren't even in fucking company when the game came out. I should out. say something. Well, <laughs> Which one either? Vince said earlier when the match started that wrote the road dog, Rody and Jarrett were in the ring. Vince says, hey, only one guy in the ring at a time, not two. Doc Hendricks quips back, hey, you don't make the rules around here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking laughs so hard. That was so it's, good. It's crazy to me. Like, well, I know we mentioned this, I think, on our last episode. How Jarrett, when he became in, went in the Hall of Fame, did not get an elite figure. He didn't get an elite figure, and he did not get into the video game, which I really... I wonder if it's like a deal he had, he had where Ooh. he had to sign his rights over like a Four Legends contract, and he didn't do it because he was going to do all these other business ventures. Possibly. I mean, he's going to be at the Crockett Cup. Yeah. So God, uh, whatever whatever deal he has, it's not airtight. It's I wish by God, man, that he had an elite one elite figure. Like he would be great for that Target Legends line. Yeah, and you could do it. All, he could be the chase. With he, different you gear. could do that Jarrett there with different tights because I don't like those oh. tights. And then do slap nuts Jarrett. Yeah. Um, I also, but the thing is with that, you'd have two different head scans, so that's probably yeah. why they wouldn't do that. But they did it with Luger. I mean, they're doing it, with, but they always—he's a murderer. They already have those. <laughs> <Legendary>. <laughs> Fuck you, Lex Luger. I ain't forgot about you killing Miss Elizabeth. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I hadn't said it in a while, but I hadn't fucking forgot. I also have here that the amount of chemistry between these guys—they—they they they feed off each other very, very well. Uh, and this is something else I can like. Every Coliseum video from 1995 has a fucking Razor and Jarrett match on it of some sort. And as it should. And I've noticed this, too, since the last match. There are empty seats in the front row, and that shit would not fly today. No, they'd move that shit in. Or they'd be like, where do these guys go? They ain't getting the fuck back here. But, like, there's one, I think it's WrestleFest 95. It's a, either a ladder or a steel cage match. There's a Super Slams 95 that they're on the cover of. I think it's a cage. Yeah. I think it's a cage. But, but like, that's what Jarrett said. I was listening to his podcast a while back. He said that one of the main line ooh, items ooh. he looked at on his paycheck was Coliseum Home Video Sales. They they were pretty stiff in this match. They, because Razor hit that clothesline on Jarrett over the top rope shortly, uh, a little bit ago, and he... It, was snug, and then that hit by the road dog on the back of his head was pretty rough. Clothesline, not so much. That was pretty shitty. <laughs> I, I did. I like how they said that they did that they don't think the roadie had ever wrestled match until this until this match here. Yeah, hilarious. He's he'd been, if only they knew. And like he'd been fucking uh, jobbing for him a while back. Uh, everybody's uh, hair's on point. Um, <laughs> even road dog, who, who's. Uh, like Even fucking... Mike Kyoto's mullet's on point, man. <laughs> you got a point. You really do have a point. Watch, watch him dance. Watch him dance. Dude, the whole this whole match, he does these. Look at that. Oh yeah. Does he have the Gigolo um, Jimmy Del Rey? The, saw him that. Yes. Does he have the back of the head tattoo? Ah uh, yeah, I yeah. believe so. I can't. I didn't know if he got that. I'm wondering that's what because he probably had the bandana on stuff on for that reason for so yeah. long. Ooh, nice sunset flip there. Boom. I respect Jeff Jarrett so much more two. now. One, but two. Well, Jeff Jarrett is getting that uh, uh, zombie sailor um, retro-looking Asper. That's, that's yeah, you're right. Which I actually bought, which is supposed to come out in January and has not come out yet. And we're talking really quick about all the new fucking uh, third-party figures coming. Jesus out. Christ! Shell so of many. toys, man. The Rimco style figures. If they get if they get kickstarted, the 
Brandon will be by to Stan Hansen. Ah, that Stan Hansen is pretty sweet. Awesome. The carry, the carry Von Eric was pretty good too. Well, I like well, that. Well, Chella's got like the retros, then they've got those ultimate looking ones yeah. like with Sabu and Dynamite. Dynamite. And then they're also doing a bone crunching line. The best all uh, Blue oh, Meanie was in yeah. that one. And, and there's uh, a few others. Ultimo Dragon and Sunny. And then there was that Adam Bomb I sent you. Yeah, this Yeah, there's the a dark. lot. There's a lot. Dude. There's a lot of third party people yeah. like Zombie yeah. Sailor. Well, it just goes to show that like this generation of of wrestler still has cachet in terms of merchandising and if the WWE is not going to capitalize on that there's, Somebody a, there's, there's a hole in the market somebody needs to go in and, and cater because I need to fucking Stan Hansen right there guys there was a phantom punch so he was waiting for Jared to come in there and attack him from behind and uh, Razor went to go throw a punch and he missed very badly towards the roadie well my thing is is if if Mattel is seeing this which I guess is probably more of a WWE, WWE side like all these people are getting figures made, that tells you that they could probably make these figures if WWE would just pull the trigger and be like, okay, let's sign these people to legend contracts, or let's. Sign well, I these mean, people. at this point, I mean, it's, it's kind of like beating a, a dead horse. You can always S- tell similar to this you, fucking move here. You can like, always tell when Razor is they're going to hit it. Oh yeah, I say I know we've talked about this before, but I hate this spot because you of, always know that's what's going to happen. A lot of guys probably don't want to sign legends contracts because they're restricted. Yeah, and if they're making these these deals with independent companies. Like, that's all it is. It's yeah. just for that and one and done. Because, like, you look at it, like, the Warlord and Barbarian are both with the Cello Toys line. We got a Warlord through WWE. We never, but Barbarian doesn't ever sign a deal. He's never had a figure. He's off jacking off yeah. Tommy Young somewhere. Tommy Young. Tommy Young, jerk squad. Oh, damn, that should have been it, boys. There's money nah, on, man, there's money nah, on nah, the table. Nah, man. <laughs> but, like, no, nah, it is Tommy Young, jerk academy, but, and that's where, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's where they did Richard. He did top you, his class. Did you guys like? Did you see the like finished product of the the uh, King Kong Bundy? Yeah, that Zombie Sailor's gonna put out. I don't care about a King it's Kong. It's pretty, Bundy damn, pretty good. Pretty. But that, I'm, that gets you excited for the Todd Pettengill. God damn it! <laughs> I actually went so back. Great. I went back through there because I was curious what figures they still had available, and I, I saw the Nick Aldis was on there, but it was sold out, and I was like, damn, I kind of want that now. Well, that that was like their first run. They're, they said those aren't the best. Ones they've put out. I, I, I wish that... Woo. I wish I'd gotten another one because the packaging's so fucking cool, but I'd like to be able to open it. And then, like, they released all the uh, the there. variants and stuff. There's a purple one? And, uh, yeah, there's, like, an all-gold mm-hmm. one, and then there's, like, uh, one with black black tights, and there's uh, one with, I think, purple. Woo. Isn't there but, somebody else doing figures in the UK, too? Like, I, I want to say there is besides Chella. Somebody I'm, not, else. I'm not sure, but because they're having a UK line, pretty much of their oh, the big the daddy and all that. I think that I think it's Cella, dude. Yeah, you know, the, there's so many people coming out with these figure lines. I just wonder how long a lot of them are going to last. Like even the major pod guys are making figures. They made those bendies and all that stuff too. Yeah, but I mean those are like incredibly small. Yes, yeah, like thousand, I think, is it. Because as, as, I'm, as I'm checking Cella toys right now, they have the Bone Cruncher Blue Meanie. Uh, they have giant haystacks, which is up for pre-order, which is the Hasbro style. Hayabusa. The packaging looks fucking phenomenal. The Hayabusa, he's out of stock, which I wouldn't mind having him. I hate the the body they used. Uh, Bull Nakano has that uh, Mr. Perfect body. Big Daddy's on here as well. There's a variant of the giant haystacks. There is Adam Bomb, which is a fucking pretty cool figure. Travis, do you need to get the giant haystacks so you can make him Loch Ness Monster for your Dungeon of Doom? There it is. I saw that. I I would almost kind of... But see, that's different body than the uh, Sabu. 
See how that's more like an elite body? Yeah. The other Sabu's got the the beveled uh, fucking uh, ultimate body. Uh, they have the Dynamite Kid Hasbro figure. Uh, they, they, and they have some pretty damn good stuff. Uh, Ethan Page. That, there's the Aldis. It was a damaged packaging. That's what I was going to buy myself. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, until you see the shipping. Yeah. You that UK if, shipping if, gets If you're going to get Chella Toys, you got to buy. They have a, a secondary. No, no. You, they have a secondary. It's like they have a store through a different company you can order and I, it's I think it's Canada because yeah. that's, that's how I got mine because I wasn't going to pay $50 for shipping so the wrestling megastars is the Hasbro style so we're also getting Al Snow uh, King Haku uh, Tonga Loa Big Stevie Cool Hollywood Nova Blue Meanie just burn those oh. the Luna the Luna I'm actually re- very uh, interested in that Gangrel uh, yeah and the Gangrel as well I've seen that Gangrel picture it's actually mm-hmm. pretty sweet I just think, like, if you're going for, like, the most detailed-looking ones, the Zombie Sailor ones are... F- He's the one that's got the rights to the Road Warriors coming out. Those, they're coming with the sh- removable shoulder pads and yeah, all that stuff. It's it's pretty sweet. But, like, there's so fucking much stuff coming out, man. It's like it's like the Turtles and all the damn different lines they have now. Yeah, they got a ton here, too, with the with the Zombie Sailor. They have uh, Dan Housen, uh, who's... Doing better now. His fucking leg's not broke. Sorry yeah, about that, buddy. A, maybe he'll keep his leg out of the fucking way of a moon talk. Was it was a Van Terminator, Travis. Whatever. I have Somebody's the video footage. <laughs> he kicked the leg out of his leg. <laughs> Sabu. You understand, Mark. Uh, Matt Cardona. Uh, Brian Myers. All these pre-orders are sold. Dino Bravo. That's series one. Yeah. Uh, Andre the Giant is officially coming. Which is weird that Andre, they can use the license like that for Andre for almost well, anything. How does that work? His family just signs pretty much any licenses deal. Yeah, because they want that money. Up. But the thing of it is, is Andre's not exclusive to anyone. Like, that's part of their deal. Like, he has Super 7s. He has, he has, he has that, those damn Mezco looking He has like that one figure that we just talked about, the uh, Princess Bride one. That's Princess I think it's Bride. McFarlane. Yeah, but yeah. there's like uh, there, there's like a reaction style figure. Yeah. Um, it's like comes in a beer can crunch package yeah. or something. Um, there's that. Uh, he still has WWE licenses, all that stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. All the while we're, we're talking over a, a pretty pretty good match, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Razor and Jarrett, man, like they've wrestled enough now. I, would you say oh. that this is probably their best match on pay per view they've had so far? I mean, the Rumble match wasn't that great to me. It could have been a lot better. I think the Mania match was too short. Oh yeah, no, the Mania match was long, but they just didn't feel like they did a lot in it. They, I feel like they were phoning it in. No, I was. I remember the, us talking about the this. Royal Rumble match was good. It just the the, the ending, ending was lo- super lackluster. Well, and then they do the whole, somebody else gets their leg hurt during the show, which t- kind of takes away from that shit, too. Isn't it like where, who was it that hurts their leg in a match? Is it Brett? Later on, like, they start working on the leg or something. Yeah, too. it's during the, uh, it's the Diesel. Because yeah. Diesel and Brett, he's working on his legs. He must have learned that from watching Jeff. No, yeah. See, oh, here we go. They're all supposed to be one in the ring, though. He's going for the figure four well, it's because they're trying. More. they're trying to get to the spot here. And they finally, he's looking, he's looking, he, boom! Oh, he put a finger no. in his asshole right there. <laughs> just just let him know he can. A dirt, uh, a dirt uh, button beatdown. Uh, dirt button beatdown. That's a t-shirt. God, I love Oh, he's he, always, he, he always kind of worried me on some of those uh, razor's edges if he was going to get him up or not. Boom! boom. Took it like a champ. It was a good way, it was a good way for Razor to get a, a win over Jarrett, and Jarrett still not lose a title and still come out as a shit heel. Here's my thing, though. It doesn't make any sense. He beat Jarrett clean in the middle of the ring. 
When does he get a shot at the Intercontinental title? Exactly. They, it, <sighs> Sean gets the shot. Which makes God no damn sense. Right he does. But do you know why Sean got the oh, shot? Tried to clip him. Razor moved out of the way. Yeah, he turns around. God, I love punch. the discus. He had a great working punch. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Compared to David Flair, who I just watched wrestle Eric Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> watched wrestle Eric Bischoff on Nitro, where he just hits him on top of the head. Like it's, oh, Chop he, he chopped him high so he wouldn't hurt him. David Flair <laughs> was terrible in that he, No, he was fucking awful. The one thing he got from his dad was not wrestling prowess. It was his ability to get a woman well above his station. Swoon the women? Yeah, so... I mean, you could be going through a ultra old life crisis like Ric Flair and be on a boat that says woo that he probably can't afford. We we were just... He's he's breaking it down. Break it down. He's probably... Aldo Montoya comes in here. Oh, God. I love how they crush Aldo Montoya here. I put my notes Aldo Montoya with the save. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Did you know what Doc Hendricks says here? Yes. He says, get him out. Get rid of him and his athletic supporter on his head. And then Vince says, will you stop? And he's like, that's what it is. But, like, they could have just made Aldo Montoya the star here, but no, let's just fuck nope. him up. Nope. Yep, you're out like a piece of trash. Where's Duke the dumpster? Oh, wait, he's already waiting outside with the meth pipe for him. Oh. Because, <laughs> you know, PJ Polanco like meth. Oh, um, well, no. <laughs> oh, my God, here's a fan. I had that kind of shirt when I was in, like, kindergarten with the hood on the back. It was green. I think I had one like that, too. It wasn't green. And who is this guy? Who is this Double guy? Double knocker Why is security not in there? Oh, my God. Who is he's this working guy? very well for a fan. He, exactly. He's, he's definitely better than David Flair. Yeah. Damn right he is. He's gonna, he's gonna, it's Kwong! It's, it's Kwong! They don't know that. They don't know that. Spoiler <laughs> alert. It's, it's Quang. I don't the, know. The Puerto Rican ninja. Oh, there's Tony Gurria. I love that jacket. Where's the out there? Who is that? Is Rene Goulet? Rene Goulet. Ring the bell. If, okay. if you had that hairdo... I, would, yeah, I, Billy, I wouldn't, but go on. I mean, yeah, they're Billy Silver. Somebody, somebody has had to tell him, like, dude, you, you're, you got a literal dickhead. <laughs> Tony Gray's like, you fucking dig it. Pretty much. You ever listen to JR talk about Billy Silverman? He pretty much fucking hates the guy. Why? I guess because like he tried to like I don't know, he like to call shit with the referees in WWE or something. Um evidently and I, I I'm speaking simply out of like things that I've I've heard, but when Billy Silverman <laughs> like he was in the WWF, but then like he spent most of his time in WCW. Mm-hmm. Then after like the buyout Evidently, like, he and specifically JBL had fucking issues, and uh, Billy Silverman, like, just, like, up and quit. I had one of those things where, like, he, like, booked a, a fucking plane ride, like, see you, bitches. He, he but like, there was there was more to the story, but, like, the, from his perspective, from what I've, I've heard... Jim Ross doesn't have much nice to say about him, so I don't know what he had to deal with him in, what he caused, but... We get this amazing King of the Ring God, promo here. Fucking worst pay-per-view of all time. You know, in retrospect, I know they're trying to put over Mabel as, as King of the Ring. Bam Bam Bigelow as King of the Ring would have been a good little notch in his... What did they got filmed in that mid- medieval times? So yes. And I take umbrage for you saying it's the worst pay-per-view oh, of all time. It's, it, it is not. Who is that guy? That's First of all, that, that, is, that is Brennan's president of Canada. That is... Yeah. This <laughs> is Jack Tunney. The guy standing beside him. I know. I was wondering the same thing as well. The, that's the guy we were talking about at the Rumble. Yeah. I couldn't figure out who that was. However, Jack Tunney, this is probably one of the last times we see Jack Tunney it on is. television. And, and this is this is important uh, in terms of international discourse, that it, but it proves that a president has more power than a king. True. Oh, here we go. We're getting a Sid promo in the middle of the pay-per-view. 
Oh, man. Which oh. I, it's a good way to get him over. Travis, speak of what happened uh, on this night that is this, not on this episode. This is the uh, fateful night that we have the Sid botched promo where he's uh, where Jim Ross tells him, we're live, pal. And uh, Sid gets so Sid pissed off it. about things and like he just like turns away and literally says one line. He's like, I will show you tonight. And then he walks away. And he's like, he, I, he's like, he's talking. He goes, I just want to say, like, can we redo that? And he goes, oh, we're, we're live, pal. It's live, pal. <laughs> like that. And like, for some reason, like, it's like wiped from the internet, though. Like, WWE has it on their their actual thing, but it's not on YouTube. Like, not a lot of people talk and about that it. Million Dollar Man's basically putting them over. But like I said, I don't know when it was. <laughs> <laughs> sitting he's in shitting. diarrhea he's, he's like that's a rothy face he sh- sometimes when he shits he comes <laughs> Sid. eye contact Sid sitting in diarrhea that's what it stands for Sid sitting in diarrhea remind me T-shirt. remind me remind me shitting in darkness no shitting in, di- shitting in, in darkness. darkness shitting in diarrhea is even funnier to me I don't know why look at this there goes his chains his chains went so easily off his neck because of his greasy hair oh is that a racial thing no he has that greasy hair you don't know me. You don't know me. But yeah, like it's the Barrage promo everybody always talks about, but it's not on the show. All right, guys, we're going to pause it right there. We're actually at 47 minutes and 26 seconds. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, kind of give you guys a little bit just to get readjusted and then get caught up with us, and we will be right back with you. Next Generation Wrestling brings some of the most talked about and star-studded professional wrestlers from around the world. Based out of East Tennessee, NGW is becoming one of the most sought-after independent wrestling promotions in the past four years. Witness NGW Live or on demand on the High Spots Wrestling Network streaming app. Follow us on social media platforms at NextGenTN. We believe the mat is sacred. Honor is real. And everything is discussed under pure rules. My name is Ryan, one half of the Wrestling Purist Podcast. We review all things wrestling and don't pull any punches. We do an episode every Sunday where we go back and watch a pre-2020s pay-per-view and then talk about it in a segment we call the Retro Review. I also do an episode every Friday morning in our WIN series, WIN just stands for Weekend News. It gives me an opportunity to freely shoot on 10 news topics from the past week. I also do pay-per-view predictions and reactions to large breaking news stories like Tony Khan being the new owner of Ring of Honor Wrestling. You can find us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Check out our Twitter page at the WP underscore pod. That's T-H-E-W-P underscore P-O-D for all updates. Our pinned tweet has other links as well, like our merch store and how to support our show directly. Remember, whether you agree with us or not, we're right, because we are the wrestling purists. One, two, 
Recording live from the Black Lodge, it's me, the free will burning, head turning, ass kicking, machismo dripping, master podcasting mouthpiece of the Southeast, Brandon A. Lane, host of the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast, with a message to all you WrestleManiacs out there in podcast land. Now, once you've jerked the curtain of the uncontested heavyweight champions of podcast, Wrestling Ruined, well, I hope you'll jump ship and check out the incredible in-depth movie retrospectives and interviews with cast and crew of all your favorite horror films only at the Rants from the Black Lodge podcast. You can find us on social media at Rants Black Lodge. Check out our homepage at JuicyKruger.com and we're available on all major podcasting platforms. And oh yeah, don't be a jabroni. Check out all the great content from Wrestling Ruined or you'll be the one doing the J-O-B. Hats. <laughs> and we're back. Are you modest to the top? Modest to the top. Are you gonna? Are we about to do Matt Hardy and we're gonna slap a tornado? Or? I guess I have a tornado. I can drive a sea. Hey, here's a Matt fact. You fucking suck. That's a. That's all you, man. <laughs> yeah, there like, ain't no, ain't no with me. <laughs> I didn't think anybody here liked Matt Hardy. I'm sorry. V1, not. Dude, the V1 shit was great. That was fun, guys. Yeah. Welcome back. Here, here's a mad fact for you. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. HIV Hardy. Treasure Trail Hardy. Oh. So, guys, right now we're at 4726 right now at your count. Um, we're going to go 3, 2, 1, play and get us rolling back on here. Three, two, one, play. Bye. Yeah. Gary Dendinsky. I need to buy this fucking shirt, man. Where's it at? The lighting right now is great for Jeffin. No, I like a lot of lighting, man. I want you I want all the ladies to see me Jeffin. Why is it Vince wearing a red bow tie? I don't know. Why is hey, some Doc Hendricks got this beautiful looking watch why, on? Why is his fucking hair like poofed up in the front? Because he's a free bird. <laughs> you don't understand working. You don't even know where Bad Street is, you piece of <laughs> shit. He's pulling his purely sexy mouth right now. And there, hang on. Hang on, on some and you, you give me shit for being Canadian. Look at this guy's look, glasses back there with his Bret Hart shirt. Look at this guy's polo. Woo! Which is I got polo. a free Bret Hart shirt, Mom. Look at my, look at my fucking teeth. You didn't buy me braces when I was saying it. Is, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it is a badass Bret Hart shirt. I like it. It's when the eyes fits off. No, it doesn't. It's an all, extra large, is what they said. All over print. That was like, dude. That was hard to do back then. So this, this it's actually kind of a. It's a cool. Like, it's a cool 20, shirt. Twenty bucks. Well, and shipping was only four dollars. I wouldn't wear that shirt. I love Bret Hart. But this lady's oh, wearing yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah. and that's why that's I like wear Paul this Bear shirt. in a woman's form. <laughs> <laughs> It's Sally. It's Sherry Bear. Sherry Bear. <laughs> Paula Bear. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, oh, I like no. how Oscar's wearing all black to make himself look slimmer. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, that's Mo. Because <laughs> Oscar's not there. No, Oscar's too busy spray painting. Um, uh, shout, shout out to, to Mo. Yes. He, uh, he he just uh, had a rough go in the, in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, fucking so. looks like he's wearing a goddamn sweatsuit. He is. Of some sort of like <laughs> trash bags that were like spray painted. We're gold. getting the first King of the Ring qualifying <laughs> match here with Mabel versus Adam Baum. He's the king! <laughs> oh, God. 
God, I can't wait to do that. We watched King of the Ring 95. The best part is Mo tried to hold the ropes through Mabel, and, he's like, and Mabel's like, move. It's like, move, I'm going to step over this stuff. Looking back in retrospect, it kind of it's pretty obvious they're trying to push him. Because he's the only one that has a King of the Ring qualifying match this early. On pay-per-view, too. Well, if you weighed 500 pounds and someone was trying to push you, it's a Herculean task, both figuratively and literally. Um, (laughs) The failed experiment of 95. Mabel, um, he, he got over, but he was a guy that could never be over on a continuous basis. Yeah, And he wasn't a safe worker like Yoko. Well, that's... We're definitely going to get there here soon. Atom Bomb here. There's so many Atom Bombs in the Bomb Squad. There's so many Atom Bomb signs. Plants or not? I don't think so. I think he was genuinely kind of, like, I think he was a fan favorite. He had a great look. Like, literally, his tights never change, though, in WCW. He just gets rid of the fucking uh, um, biohazard symbol and just goes purple and gold. I want to ask you guys, because we've touched on this. Ooh, Mushroom Cloud. And we've touched on this before, but I want to ask you guys this again. What do you think is missing with Adam Bomb? Like, what's not keeping him from being a complete package? He needs a fucking mouthpiece. I mean, that's... He's... I think he would have been better as a heel, too. Well, I mean, if they did that in WCW, and he had James Vandenberg, a.k.a. James Mitchell, Mitchell. as his mouth pitch... Is that a mouth mouth, pitch? He's his my mouth, mouth bitch! His, his, his <laughs> mouthpiece. Um, How do I get a mouth bitch? <laughs> is there an you application? Go, you gotta go... You gotta, go, uh, you gotta whip, whip your dick out. Dick that's, out. That's, a, that's a t-shirt idea. It has a list as mouth bitch inquiries. Um, well, yeah. The, that's, oh, I. You know what? I think you know what Adam Bomb's biggest detriment is, though. What's that? Diesel. Yeah, they're similarly built. Like they're probably compared in the back. Like we already have a long-haired black, black-haired guy out there, and it's probably not. They didn't want to have two of the same guy almost. Yeah. So it's you're you're not wrong, but uh, what they could have done is not have them both be. Baby faces, yeah. you know, make one of them heal and the other one. Like, so that way at least they're not uh, competing for the same fans. Yeah. So, so the way I look at it, he's a he's a big guy, He's but he's very athletic. But I feel like the moveset that he uses does not do him any favors. Well, everyone's doing that fucking running well, shoulder block. No, not even that. But like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm like making sense. Like, for his size, he's he moves very well. But it just doesn't fit his body type. I don't know if that makes any sense to me, like to you guys. Like it just feels like he he moves very awkwardly, I and I, like, I can't really describe it. I feel like in WCW he had it kind of figured out a little bit more. He used more power moves. There, everything meant a little bit more. Just, like they, this. they almost just, fucked this up because he, he takes so long. He's like, eh. I just feel like he like randomly does stuff. What what was missing from the package was that sweet green leaf. <laughs> chronic, chronic. Because as soon as he started <laughs> doing drugs. <laughs> Is when he started getting a a, a good push. You in know, and people shit on Chronic, which I get, but I like that version of him better than this. It's more believable. Like he should be a quiet badass. Well, Wrath at the end of '98 when he was on that undefeated streak and or whatever, smashed by it got beat by Nash. Yeah, smashed by Nash and Hall and Bam Bam and you rhymed. Like that was a nice. Kid. You know who else he loses to? I just watched it. He he's on this undefeated streak, loses. Okay, loses to a future world champ. Disco fucking Inferno beats him with the help of Scott Hall. You give him a chart buster? Yeah. Uh, fucking beats him. Uh, but like, he, he was a silent, badass, came out, kicked ass, everything. But the problem with that is, Ooh. Goldberg had done that a year before. And that was the finish, guys. That was such a lame finish. This was a Raw match. I have in my notes. This is a match you would it's see on Raw. Is fucking Mo wearing sweatpants? 
Yeah, yeah. I like navy blue. Sweatpants. You know what? We we gave enough shit to Kevin Sullivan for wearing sweatpants as the fucking wizard or whatever the fuck. <laughs> you brow on that fucking kid. Put your Bret Hart glasses on. Cover that shit up. Oh. You'll see here in a second too. Here's, there it is. The, there's yeah. the green green carded Adam Bomb figure. Kid Thanks had it in the front row. It's probably worth yeah. Probably worth quite a bit. Speaking of Matt Cardona burning the one two three kid again. figure. That's oh, pretty that cool. Fucking figure marks. What ape shit over that inbox. Hey. Hate the only people that know stupid shit. Oh, speaking oh, of stupid oh. shit, here's Tom Pettengill. <laughs> Whoa! I'm sorry. Oh, here we, here's where we find out who uh, Savio is. Hashtag Todd's mullet. Savio. Savio. This framing is just terrific. It's terrible, yeah. Well, I guess like, who's Stan trying... Lane talking to? I want to know who Stan Lane's talking to. Atlanta Blaze, too. <laughs> <laughs> can, we talk, can we compare our hairdos? You what, what, you, what product do you use? Like, oh my God. Do you use Vidal Sassoon? Tom, do you use Todd said, of a, like, whatever? <laughs> Todd said that all heck broke loose. <laughs> it sounds Not so Todd. Uh, so Todd. I feel like he probably has a really filthy mouth in real life, which I think is funny. Yeah, I he does. Yeah. You know, you know how it got filthy. I can't say it on the podcast. Yeah, me too. That's what I was gonna say, but I can't say that because I like Todd Pettengill. And I said Fuck something you. really bad last time. Fuck or you. did you? Fuck I you. didn't. Wink, wink. He, um, Razor puts over Savio Vega as one of the biggest stars of the Caribbean. Caribbean. Um, Savio Vega is awesome. Oh yeah, uh, pre nation. What was his? Pre- na- he was TNT in Puerto Rico. Correct? Was that his name? I did. Like, 95, 96 is primo Savio Vega. When he gets Nation, I'm not a fan, and Los Bariquas can fuck off. He's a low-rent Conan, Conan, and that's saying something. I feel like they literally... First of all, why and how do you still know that? Manos Bahiba, hands up high. Manos Bahiba, hands up high. So you Puerto Rico, no no tika tika nombre. Why do you know that? Because he was trying to fucking know throwing people off this Canadian heritage by learning fucking Spanish. Were you a Los Bariquas? Yes. their only fan. <laughs> uh, we come back from that little promo, and the smoking guns are already out in the ring. They barely had, they uh, didn't even really get an entrance. Jerry Lawler's, Jerry trying. Lawler's trying to get bread out there, which is fucking great. <laughs> hey, back to the Savio Vega thing right quick. It was always crazy to me that he had like more wins over Steve Austin than anyone, because that when Shawn Michaels got hurt at uh, No Way Out yep. of Texas in 98, they put Savio in there, and that was what they said. That was their claim. This man has more wins over Steve Austin than anyone. And it was because they had that feud at the beginning of 96. Yeah, the cricket strap like, match yeah. and all that. They showed Brett back there icing his knee, which is trying to sell the fact that he's he's injured. Fucking Yoko is huge. He is so goddamn big. Do you have uh, Doc Henry's fun fact about Owen on here? I do not. Um, this is the first pay-per-view <clears throat> that uh, Owen Hart has been a champion. And Brett has not. not. Oh, wow. And uh, he said that, was right a Doc, that was a Doc Hendricks uh, fucking quote here. Uh, you can tell Yoko God, is really fucking huge, man. And he shaved too from the last I like, time. I like, I like my Yokozuna bearded. But they, you well, could, when you, you could, when your chin, when you you cease to have just a double chin, yeah, your and, and chin. when your yeah. neck just connects to your body, the the, the beard, the, the beard will, will, will serve you well. It's funny to me though, like Owen, I, I love mean, that. By Yoko, the way, awesome. Yoko doesn't get in the match very much. He spends most of his time. Uh, if you watch at the end, like towards the end, like that whole thing, he has one hand on the ring apron and he's doing moves. Yep. Like like when he like. Well, dude, that's a lot of weight to move around, well, man. That's what I'm saying. Though, like you could tell he's like out of shape and not not doing great. It's really sad because 
Yoko in like ninety three is is so fucking good. Even ninety four, like up to WrestleMania ten. But they're stalling for time here. He's like, I'm fucking blown up. He's like, I'm blowing myself up even more by <laughs> waving this flag. Do you like Yoko in the red better, or do you like him in the white? Better? I like the red. The red just is synonymous for oh, for Yoko in that time. Plus, if he shits himself, it won't show up as much. That's true. <laughs> Boom. When like Sid shit himself at WrestleMania 13. When you eat that much. Allegedly. Um, there's always a turd on deck. <laughs> he fought the Undertaker shitting in darkness at <laughs> WrestleMania 13. But, uh, I mean, if you go for the fucking bonsai and you drop, you're, the chances are you're going to dislodge a turd. It's going to fucking happen. I will say, the, the, we don't really see the bonsai drop. We haven't seen the bonsai drop lately other than WrestleMania. That's probably because he can't lift his feet well, up enough to probably, go. Probably. To, to quote a famous rap song, because it would kill a man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, look at this mullet of Billy Gunn. He looks weird with the no beard there, though, because I'm used to seeing him with the beard after he came back. This is the first time we've seen Yoko on like a Raw or pay per view in a while. Been, I think that six man tag match was the last time we saw him on two or three weeks. We talked him about the superstars thing with the head shrinkers and stuff. Oh, yeah. But like, that almost doesn't look red. That almost looks like burgundy. My God, his ass is huge. He, he started the match. He was only in there for probably, I'd say, give or take a minute. He was working hard for that minute, but. Fat asses! <laughs> Scott Steiner would be proud. Steiner man. Scott Steiner has a saying, he says in 98, 99, about the state of Texas and Cowboys that has not been edited off the key network yet. And I can't I, say it all. I already, I don't, you don't even have to tell me what it is. I already know. Because I've sent y'all the clip. He yeah. said it again when he was wrestling somebody else. He's trying night. to get heat, man. Different time. Look at this. Look at this. Still one of the better tag team groups right now is the Smoking Guns. They have tandem tag team moves. They're great. I think it's almost... <laughs> Look how tight those Wranglers are. I, I, man, that's weird that you're looking at Wranglers that much. <laughs> I can do you know why? Because Travis is an ass man. Bam, bam, bam. It's a gurry. God, he sold it like a champion, too. You, you know what you can't do in those tight jeans? Be a member of David Richard Jr. Squad. Well, you can. It's just not easy. Yeah. If you try, you get hashtag zipper rash. <laughs> oh. just... Hashtag Russell War 90. <laughs> you know yeah. what's funny about that? There is no Russell War in 90. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Tussle. <laughs> you tussle with your testicles in the regulars. Mm. Oh, look at that chop. Chop him down, Yoko. Do you, chop him Do you down. think those pants were red and then just He's threw, washed them he, so much? Because he keeps continually shitting himself? Probably. probably. They're almost pink now. He probably accidentally put some bleach in there and just kind of faded them a little bit. Just imagine all the people fucking Billy Gunn has wrestled. A lot. And people people take for granted how long he's well, been in the WWE. If you break it down, if you break it down, technically, I mean, he's still kind of part of like the golden era. He's on the cusp end of the new generation starting. But he went through that. He went through the new generation, attitude the attitude era, era ruthless the ruthless aggression era, and now he's in AEW. TNA. He yep. did TNA. He came back to WWE. BKM. Wrestled. Uh, Fucking uh, yeah, James yeah, got uh, the uh, title run, title run. Wrestled the Shield at Mania. Yeah, like he, they got a run there. <clears throat> I mean, he's he's had one hell of a run. Yeah, I mean, his kids will never have that run because they suck. But um, oh. and they're in AEW, and Brandon Lo- hates AEW. But why are you throwing that on me? <laughs> That's <laughs> your personal true. opinion. It's <laughs> true, but but I, AEW has its moments, but ninety. Watch this shit. Percent of it's shit. This this is actually a pretty cool little spot. It's a good way to keep Yoko out of the match. 
He moves, yep. boom, and he I think he pretty got he got himself pretty good there actually. Uh, not not to derail the, to AEW because uh, I only peripherally keep up with what's going on in wrestling hardly at all anymore. But the big hubbubaloo lately has been that Tony Khan has some big announcement that he's going he's to make. Got a big announcement every week. Yeah. It's Dixie Carter. Yeah. Just fucking ten years later. But uh, supposedly uh, that'll be coming, I guess, this week. You guys have any insight to what that may be? Because a lot of people are saying that they may have uh, purchased Ring of Honor. That's that's the, the big thing I can that they're it. talking about. I can believe that. Because the rumor now is WWE is no longer in the tape library game, which I think is fucking stupid. Because well, they could still make so much money off of well, it. Well, now they're talking about biography getting all those documentaries instead of us getting them on the network. Which, I mean, it's cool, I guess. I just want them to see the light of day. I really was interested in watching them. The, the Vlad, uh, um, the Luger? The Luger one. Uh, Bulldog. I know we call Luger a murderer on a consistent basis. More so Travis than, no. than myself. Yes. I, say, I, I set it up so he can dunk. I'm the Pippin <laughs> to his Jordan. But here's the thing. I would love to see the Luger documentary because I think there's a lot of interesting ground to cover. Oh, oh my god, what a fucking spot. Shit, Bart Gunn goes yeah. flying to the outside. But see, this is how Yoko, out here, Yoko ends the match here, pretty much. Oh, that was right on his fucking but jaw. The fact he can get up is, is still encouraging. I just, <laughs> because if I weigh that much, there's no fucking way I'm getting up after taking a fall like that. Uh, here's the thing. Tony Khan buys ROH. What does he really get besides the tape library? The they tape see, library. They uh, ceased operations. They have an ROH ring. They just started a hollow. Well, here's frame. the thing. What here's the, the thing about the here's the thing about that though is as the match just ended here with Owen getting the pin, of course, as always. Uh, You're gonna do they, an invasion. They're, they're doing this ROH thing. Well, they're they're already doing ROH invasion at a uh, in, in Impact. Impact. So I don't really understand the process because I know Ring of Honor has already announced they're going to be back. I believe it's April first. It's a mm. Friday, the Friday before Mania, and then they've already announced as well that they're doing. I don't know if they've announced it, but they're doing a show April tenth because as we were acquiring talent, we found out that Ring of Honor is running the same night we are. Nope, oh, here comes a Diesel promo. It's actually it's pretty it's actually a pretty solid promo. He talks about how he just lost his mother. Uh, he lost her, I believe it was in December. He on a house yep. show. He was working Brett. And there was a cage match, and he found out right before, or when he got to the arena, right before the match, that she had passed away. Yeah, and he like wishes everybody a special Mother's Day, and then then they pivot to Sean and says, to a lesser degree, yeah, friends mean a lot too. He 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 has me hooked on this promo until he gets to the very end when he makes an "I am the Walrus" reference, where he turns into Diesel. Yes, he goes "Kuku Kuku." <laughs> that that gear though, I've always liked the silver top yeah. with the black. The black uh, tights or black leather pants. So I saw that they made an elite like that. Which elite is that? That's the first one. Ah, series. Okay. Elite they came 16. with the Kevin Nash in the red. Yep. Yes. Yep. This is the Elite Sixteen. Um, except it looks more grayish than it does silver. But that that was the one I had for the longest time. And then I sold it. Oh, oh but man! The value on it's gone down because they put out so many Nashes. I bet you've cried yourself to sleep. No, not having that fucking. What I cry pleasure. about. Is that me and fucking Eddie saw the goddamn thing in Walmart ten years ago, and we didn't fucking buy it. Was it Walmart or Kmart? No, that was Walmart over here. Well, Kmart's where we saw all those fucking defining moments: the Elite Twelve Kane, the Big Boss Man, Pop Shango. I didn't buy the Triple H defining moments with the denim stuff. The the Austin with the camo jacket. I remember you're like, I don't know, you're, I remember your excuse was that chain doesn't look good on them. And then the, <laughs> I was like, then I hit all of them, and then. I went back because I hid that fucking Daniel Bryan that uh, 
Landry bought you, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I just didn't buy them, and now they're like fucking three hundred and fifty dollars figures. This because people are stupid. He also put back demolition. Yep, put back demolition one time. You're like, also that's, stupid. That's the only time they'll ever make they'll ever make them. I put back a fucking King Harley race in North Carolina one time because I was like, oh, I'll find this later. I wanted to buy the whole set together. Now that fucking figure is two hundred and fifty dollars, which figure. you showed to Brandon at yep. the uh, the other day when we were at your house. But see, I was like, oh, man, I'll, I'll buy them all together. And of course it didn't. Yeah, he has this, though, I am the walrus fucking reference and just completely lost me. He's trying to be too cool for school. Boys, have my notes. Jerry Lawler's mother looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could make an incest joke here, but I won't. I will. She's He should fuck his mother. <laughs> <laughs> She's a little old for him. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Oh, she has man. no ass, though. Oh, Jesus. She's all teeth. <laughs> his mother she even challenges Helen Hart question here how do you guys think Lawler pulled so much young tail because he's the king of Memphis baby have you ever been to Memphis yeah you're right go on he's the king of fucking Memphis <laughs> okay Memphis is is like there is a strip of things to do and then it is like poverty so having any monicum of success in Memphis, it's like going to Sneedville and having a car that has power windows. <laughs> you're you're going to be the fucking toast of town. And I know there's probably people out there listening from outside of Tennessee who won't know what Sneedville is. It is literally the polyp under the nutsack of America. It is it is the butthole stain on the it's fucking the state of Tennessee. This is the area where like any and all bad things that could happen to you in a deliverance sort of way would and could. I, and all it takes to to pull those those methed out honeys is uh, is a you know a running car. <laughs> I'll I give you I'll give it to this lady. We never see her again. But she did a hell of a job on her little little she did. thing here. She like, did. I was she wondering challenges the same thing. Helen and all that stuff, and like she doesn't miss a beat. She kind of fit right in with it. This is it right here. Here it is. He lets the fans know he's okay. Why the fuck is his big logo off center? I I think that's actually kind of a callback to it doesn't exactly like, work because be like over his heart like the heart foundation yeah I think because his his gear is sort of more evocative of like heart foundation era with a little more flair thrown in this is where Doc Doc Henderson's like Jerry his legs okay <laughs> Jerry his legs okay <laughs> it's fine and then like, here he comes like, he's like, we want. Yeah, he's having to sell it, and then he's like, I'm good. It is very, looking at his gear now, it is very Heart Foundation-esque. It very much so is. Almost looks like when he very first went singles. Not white enough pink. Like, think like 91? Yeah. We talked about those, the SummerSlam elites, yes, didn't we? we did. Uh, Lay it on him again. That, that fucking SummerSlam 91 elite looks pretty cool, except for his five head. That he has. Um, <laughs> they all, all the, the fucking Brent so figures have issues. We were talking about it today at my house where I have the, uh, I think it's the WrestleMania 12 Bret Hart. And that head scan is actually one of the better ones. That that right there is the iconic Jerry Lawler mm. gear from my like fandom yes. in the 90s. I always think of that gear in the blue, uh, the the white, blue one. The, the one that became one of the elite yes. figures. That one is the one I always think of because he that was his uh, gear for the Bone Cruncher. That came in the the Bad Boys series or whatever. Um, they had Austin and I think it was uh, Justin Hall, Bradshaw, Triple H, and, and I want to say Vader again and Farouk. Those those were the ones. 
But like that's the gear because it came with the fucking crown and it was cool because you didn't get a lot of accessories back then. But this match, like this match is fucking good, but it's Bret Hart and Jerry Lawler. Why would it not be good? Except for the shit ending. It's not long enough for me. Well, that's like I, you said, I think they can, were running can, hard on time. Considering how long this has been played out, the, this, this either should have been a really quick match of just total authority on Brent's part yeah. of just, you know, decimating him, or it should have been a longer, really competitive to a positive finish. Well, you man, they gotta get to the kiss my foot match. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and, and I think we've talked about it too. I was like, man, they don't really have a whole lot of matches after this, but they do have that kiss kiss my foot match, which I believe is at is that at SummerSlam. No, that's at King of the Ring. Is it at King of the Ring? Yes, because yeah, then he gets Sun- Isaac Yankum at SummerSlam. Yeah. Their feud kind of continues for the rest of the year. They just don't have matches because uh, I think Jerry Lawler. Is integral in the whole John Pierre Lafitte thing too, isn't he? Fuck, I'm pretty, you're, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's the one that bring, he brings in Isaac Yankum to fight Brett because he has to go to the dentist after the kiss my foot match to get the stench out of his mouth. So then he brings his personal dentist to fight Brett. Then he beats him, and then he leads the pirate to Brett Hart's jacket. It's, it's crazy though in 2022 that uh, an evil dentist is getting this much heat on Twitter. By the way, <laughs> because even even that. Even uh, Jerry Lawler is in a cage above the ring on a raw, and that's where he like picks the nosebleed. He gets the nosebleed because he has a deviated septum, and he like picks it, and it starts bleeding. Yeah. And that like, was un, it was unlike they didn't know he was going to do that, and he did it. And and they're like, oh my god, he has a nosebleed. <laughs> and then like Jerry Lawler wrote about that in his book, but like um, but yeah, like it, this whole feud continue like he can pretty much continues for the rest of his fucking career with him. Because, what is it, King of the Ring? Uh, not King of the Ring, uh, Royal Rumble 96. Is that the one where Jerry Lawler gets in? And he knocks... Uh, that's he knocks, 97. That's 97. 96, 96 is where, Jay, he, Jay, where he hides under the ring. Yeah. yeah. And then 97 is where he gets in. And then Bret Hart hits him. He goes over the rope. Oh. And then he's like... <laughs> he's like <laughs> what happened? He's like, if I could just get in there. <laughs> Jerry, you were in there. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? <laughs> By the way, Jerry hiding under the ring... Is like the most ingenious thing ever, and it also it's it's kind of a a game breaker in terms of like the psychology of of the fucking Royal Rumble match because it's like just don't go in. Yeah, you yeah. can't lose if you're not, if you're not getting thrown over. Yeah, and then just wait for everyone to be eliminated. Oh, Shinja, here comes Shinja back. Watch Shinja, this, this. Watch this. Yeah, this is where they fuck up because he gets up. And then he no, goes. I think he's they're playing in this the way he's standing. He's playing it. Watch. Let's watch his foot. He got yeah. up to go after him. For yeah, see, he sets up. Ooh, that's like it has fuck, to hurt. That yeah. fucking had to hurt. Fuck you, Earl Hebner. Earl Hebner, of course, throwing himself into the fucking match. He can't fucking oh help himself. Oh my god, my ankle! Oh, I don't speak English. Uh, <laughs> do you, do you Mister, Mister, <laughs> Mister, Mr. Jerry? Would you like me to tell a JJ? Oh god! So how did the rat? How did I didn't have her not see Hakushi come in here? He's, he's blinded by the pain. Oh, he's passed out from all the blood rush to his head. So there's a couple <laughs> things we missed as we were talking over some of this. Vince uh, says in the back that uh, Brett is in the back in gorilla position. I did not realize they called it the gorilla position then. I thought it was after gorilla passed away. This is also the point where Doc Hendricks says, "Well, glad she's got another son because this one's not going to make it." <laughs> oh, oh yeah, she did. He, does. He, did. he said that, and this is after one one son's already dead. Well, <laughs> the 
the whole going back to the gorilla position thing, I think colloquially they called it the go position uh, for years, even though it was <laughs> he just shoved his ass in there. It, it was uh, Gino, aka yeah. Gorilla Monsoon, who was always there, especially at the alive events mm-hmm. at the position. So I think it probably didn't officially become the gorilla position until after he passed away. But I think people were probably still calling it calling it that just as a kind of a Luller hit him with Jerry Luller wins. So there's a couple of things too we missed. Uh there was a Jackson Brown running on empty reference by Doc Hendricks, of course. He also said that uh Brett just made a pass at Jerry's mother, which I thought was also hilarious because of course <laughs> he, he probably did. actually he probably really fucked her after the show. Uh She's like, the yeah, marks, Jerry. There's the marks in the front row. They are clapping for Jerry Lawler. See, he has an ECW shirt on right there in the middle. Which is funny because Jerry Lawler is like the most Anti. anti-ECW. And he shows up in that exact gear. So Brett has to get his shine back here, and he does. Although Vince McMahon's like, I've never seen Bret Hart this angry. But then like, what the hell did he He's do? He's got ring rust. What did he do to Diesel when that whole thing was going on in 90, the beginning of 95? I have short-term memory loss. Oh my God, Jinja, no! Uh, He's going to tell Jinja. I, I, couldn't find, I tried to look up information on this woman because I'm curious what she looks like in 2022. Um, I couldn't find anything. I was really curious. Well, a little off topic, but do you guys remember the the Pippi Longstocking movie? Yeah. Pippi Longstocking. Holy, holy fuck. Look, look that actress up in 2022. God damn. I'm looking it up right now. Fuck is she I, hot. He just said, fuck, that was terrible or horrible or something. Fuck you, Earl Hadner. Get the fuck out of the shot. Earl's gonna put Earl over. <laughs> we should have broke his ankle for real. Oh, oh. Who do you think the best WWF referee? Kyoto. Now we're we talking like the '88 version. Like Apparently, there's older versions. I've only oh seen God, that, that version. He has been. He yes. has been trying to. He's trying to been shit. Uh, he's trying to shit for two hours. Look how sweaty he is. I I I think we have to officially. Reclassify. It's no longer IRS sweaty. It's Sid, Sid sweaty. sweaty. Damn, you weren't kidding, buddy. Sid, softball in December. Yes, I love it. It's not even find the fucking pictures of her in her fucking bikini. <laughs> this is a this is a classy television show. Oh, I didn't know she was on it. Tim and Eric's awesome show. Great job. Yeah. That's amazing. Softball. In December. Uh, I've been watching uh, Doctor. Uh, Dr. Steve Brule. Steve, Steve Brule. I watched the first episode today. I've never actually watched a show. Oh, I've seen clips. But when he was, he was hitting on that chick and it turns out to be his cousin. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Here's the thing about this. like, This feels like a raw because they keep letting have, Sis has promo time. Like, they're yeah. trying to build him as a threat. And like, I feel like they're, already bought the they're padding the time, but they could have stretched out some of these other matches. And I, I actually have my notes too here, Travis. I was going to write this promo out, <laughs> but I didn't want to waste my time. So. <laughs> and then at the end, he says like he's going to cry. He's like, of the world! It's probably because he, he fucked up his promo earlier and he's just really angry at himself. God, he sounded like he was crying a little bitch. Probably was. Hey, he's like, I could have been playing softball today. <laughs> fucking baby, you. <laughs> title. Look at this guy in the back. <laughs> what is going on? God, is he trying to be Mr. Hughes? Like, fuck. I wonder if he's actually security there. I don't know, but he seems super unenthusiastic. He is scaring me. Then we Why got are fat Chachi sitting beside him. Tony <laughs> <laughs> loves. He does like Chachi. He was just got me. Oh my God, Stephanie! What I'm about to just look him. Todd and Stephanie oh, here. Look at her. She's all too. They reenact uh, American Gothic, that famous painting. Oh, oh my with God. With rakes. 
I, I love how the, through the whole, throughout the whole show, Doc Henders is like, yeah, I got a golf privileges there. Um, tea yeah. time's 11 yeah. o'clock tomorrow morning. Yeah, uh, like, man, you can uh, carry my back. <laughs> you know, Vince's like, ha ha, pal, fuck you. <laughs> In terms of the the layout of this show, you're kind of talking about how, you know, Sid having promo time and stuff. Do you think that was probably a conscious effort to, to give in your house a different feeling than like your standard pay-per-view? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but it, I, feel, the, I give the promo time when you've already bought pay-per-view. Well, here's, here's the thing. I think they're, they're trying to make Sid seem like a real force because they don't have a top heel right now. They don't have anybody that's in that heel position. That's oh, why they yeah. try to make Mabel. Here we go. Here comes the American Gothic. Oh my god, they got rakes. Oh my god, shoot themselves. I'm so, in the face. I'm so glad. Vince laughs at Todd's stupidity because why not? Like, they don't uh, even mix the stuff up. They barely push it around. Yeah, they didn't even push it around. Oh Do you god. think Stephanie has ever given a blowjob that was not bloody? Because <laughs> no, she's fucking all No, because Todd, Todd can vouch for this. That's why oh she, my god. That's why she kept her fucking job. Oh my god. Did, does, does, yes, that's what the point here is making. Does he see something in her? In him, like in himself, he sees and something in her, all right. And that's why she, she kept oh, her job as long as she did. I wonder what Jim Cornette's fucking. Uh, this guy opens up the opens up the envelope and says, "Check out." Because he's got to be his daughter that doesn't want to be there. She's like, she, looks like she, she definitely looks like she gives unenthusiastic hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that pantsuit. Looking Chelsea Clinton over here. Um, but my thing is like. Uh yeah, what's Jim's Cornette's thoughts on Stephanie Wine? I bet he's probably stupid. That's a good question. You'd ask him. I, I as soon as I see Corny, I'll I'll ask him. We need to film that interaction. So Todd puts the fucking phone number in incorrectly, and this is where Vince laughs. It's like, oh, oh, oh. don't you hate that doll talk? <laughs> it's funny though because they keep trying not to show the phone, but they kind of actually show the phone and him pu- pushing the numbers in, which is kind of fucked up. Let's call that number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this Mac Capitelli? Pompacelli, you dumbass. Sorry, Mac Capitelli is the one that had a brain tumor. He did. He did. R.I.P., buddy. Like, if you zoomed in on that, you probably could find it. Okay, here we go. Is this the bitch that won that fucking house from the Are you watching I wish you'd be like, no, I'm not watching the show. Oh, shit, that's tonight. Oh, shit. You won the house. I'm really high right now. <laughs> His dad answered the fucking phone. He didn't really win it. The kid won it. <laughs> this is back in the day, like you know what what it was like. Who the fuck's calling my house this hour? Watch wrestling, <laughs> Dad. Dad, they're calling somebody on the phone on the screen. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. So the house was won by Matt Papaselli. He was an 11 year old resident of Henderson, Nevada. He, they have I have in my notes here that he was. They just recently moved from Connecticut to Nevada. Yep. So instead of them moving everything again to Orlando, they ended up selling the house for 175000 six months later. Be and good for them. they I put know. that in a college fund for Matt. Yeah, so, I bet he wasted all that on fucking blow. blow. Blow for sure. Blow and fucking weed or something. He probably went to school for some associates in arts or some bullshit. Yeah, they said it was a, it was a tough Sorry decision. Sorry, art majors out well, there. They actually got followed up with them because they did this with a WWE article from WWE.com oh, in 2012. Yeah, that that he had just moved from oh sorry it wasn't Connecticut it was New York they moved from New York to Nevada yeah and they won the house it, it was a cool little segment I mean look Vince looked genuinely happy yeah, I mean he's like all oh, them like, poor people I got them my house like, look at all these brochures we can send out <laughs> you're right oh yeah I'm gonna be there tomorrow I'm gonna pick me up at the airport but 
<laughs> you know Matt? Yeah, he's a friend. Can't, can't even drive. Met him and Terry Bam Bam uh, Gordy went this guy like fuck some horrors in that fucking house before those kids came out. Is, he still he still stared off into space. He high as a motherfucker. Fat Chachi over there starting to go on TV. <laughs> Fat He's there with his fucking mom. According to the WWE. Or is that his daughter? I can't tell. She's really small. No, that's an older lady. No, God. I mean, that's definitely an older lady. Water her. Let her grow. There's some in that show alone. She's fucking Johnny, dried up hey, like Gandhi over there. Joni, I love you. <laughs> they did. I actually have my notes here, too, that there was over 340,000 entries into that. Hey, that's, I mean, a fucking free house. Which is kind of coincides to how many pay-per-view buys they had, which is kind of odd. I, I do like how... 332. Um, I do I do like how uh, Doc here builds up um, Sid and like the whole plan with Ted DiBiase and saying it's going to come to fruition tonight. Like, like he did really good for just being this Doc, his pay-per-view debut and shit. Uh, Doc Hendricks has been great. Yeah. Well, I'll show one. A guy oh, that has spent his red. entire career on being, the being the stick man for, I mean, because... You're never going to see Michael Hayes taking the fucking fall. I'm, I'm sorry. Especially off a ladder. But, like, Sid <laughs> looks so out of place in anything but black. I hate the red gear. To me, it, this looks like Sid Vicious from WCW 92. Singlet. Yeah. Singlet. Sid. Like, I mean, Sid his wallet's better now, but. It is. His jawline's strong. Fucking. Real fucking strong. Dude. If you turn him upside down, you can put books on it. It's so fucking big. Fucking. Yeah. God, he's fucking he's Sid sweaty out here. His IRS dress. is about to get the can, honestly, too. Like he's not. We can only world. employ one abnormally sweaty person. Totally psychotic. <laughs> I don't know if you have it in the notes here, but in a second, like Sid's like standing next to the the announce table. Oh yeah, and, like, I do. Doc, I do. Doc's like. Call him Psycho now. Call him Psycho now. <laughs> I call him Super Sid. <laughs> you call him Psycho now. Oh man! You know we know how much Doc Hendricks, aka um, <laughs> Michael Hayes, reveres Sid yeah. because this same year at, at, at Super, well, I can't remember what's called Super Clash. What the fuck's my favorite view called? Uh, Gold Rush Two. Well, no, 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 you don't even remember Sid, that on a Sid uh, would fucking defeat the entire Dungeon of Doom. New, new dungeon, dungeon of, of doom. doom. New dungeon of doom. <laughs> new dungeon of doom. You're welcome because I gave you all those fuckers in the trade. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Didn't even little... use the Macho Man, but oh, yeah, or the fucking Heavenly Bodies. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> How dare you leave Jimmy Del Rey off any card? Fucking gigoloing out there. They might have made it to the finals of my tournament. Dude, dude. Sid's fucking music was great though. Yeah, it's pretty damn His good. His presence was great, but his, his... ring was cock. Yeah. <laughs> So, Shit. I also have my notes here that Diesel comes out and it's like he's filling the fucking gimmick more. I he's do, not over the top. It's like over the top, but it's not over the top. I do not like the Diesel down the fucking pant leg, though. Always did not like that. Yeah, he's going to pay tonight. They like, never make can, a figure. He looks like he's having fun. And knowing that his, you know, it's his first Mother's Day, he had that promo with his mom. To me, that makes me feel good. Looks like he's out there having a good time. At least get his mind off it. They've never made a figure, though, with the Diesel down the tights. Because like no one wants it, Travis. I know Scott. exactly because it fucking sucks. You know too much about Diesel figures. Come psycho down. Come psycho down, man. Standing by the... It's just... It's fucking great. Oh, oh she's yeah. Fuck that's yeah, that's, of faith. that's the one that fucking... <laughs> her, her son. Kid her son with the Brett's glasses. Her kid with the unibrow. They hold off on the... Oh, there it is. Shitting in darkness. <laughs> Shitting in darkness. Softball in December. <laughs> These acronyms are fantastic. Look at them. You're welcome. Look at them. Like, I'm not sweating. You're sweating. God, look at that pyro. I love the pyro for him, but it's delayed over here for some reason. Look at this one over here. Sky rockets in flight. <laughs> <Boom. laughs> 
What do you got to say, McMahon? Why don't you say it to my face, little man? Afternoon delight. Sounds a lot like Vader. He screams like Vader. Sorry. Oh, the agility! I bet he could. I bet he could jump real high. Catch a softball. I was there. Is he? I saw that shit live. Is he a pitcher or is he a right fielder? Pretty sure he's just a power hitter. Oh, he's DH. I get it. That's mine, baby. That's mine. Look at look at him. See, look, I mean, fucking Diesel looks like a star. It looks there. cool. They both look like fucking this, stars. This feud never fucking works. I know I've said that before, no. but it never worked here. It's never because worked in WCW. Their, their styles do not mesh They're by any similar. means. Well, to me, you'll notice we were talking about. Mm. <laughs> I didn't notice that until right like, now. Oh, fuck me. Oh, Sid's a little shorter. I noticed that as well. Is he wearing lifts in his boots tonight? I have Vince's jizzing at the size of both men. Because <laughs> he is. Oh, yeah, look at all this meat. So, and also, so vascular. I also have your two men. Oh, God. If you watch Sid, it's like he's stiff in the ring. like Not like work-wise, but like his body movement. Like oh, he's just... I can see it. Like, oh, I'm looking for the turnbuckle. Yeah. Like, he, he has, the dude has extra bones. Like, you would not... <laughs> well, you would fucking like, know the way he jumped off the fucking rope and snapped his goddamn leg. <laughs> about <laughs> say they break like any ordinary man's. So he busts his lip because he, he starts to go messing with his lip. He busts it. He's like, oh, it's like, fucking, Teddy, they hurt me. Fucking Diesel, though, comes out like a house of fire. Yes, like, he does. Do, 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 do. we were talking about Adam Bomb earlier. Adam Bomb, you can tell like, he's not comfortable like with his body like size. Like That's why like I've noticed that. Diesel definitely is. Fuck. <laughs> First thought when he did I like that. how Sid no sold that See, fucking watch, double Watch the way he sells. Sid sells terribly. He's so rigid. Sid, yeah. He's just like, well, here's the thing. A guy that size shouldn't be doing a lot no. of selling, but if you're in a match with the WWF champion, which, you know, you're you're going so to. See, look at him. He's just, he's just standing. He finally bumps. The crowd doesn't give a shit. I the point I'm trying to make is that, like, you got to be able to sell eventually. You got to sell for the champ. Man. I said that Sid is terrible in the ring. His selling is worse than Lex Luger's. Ah! At least, at least oh! Luger, at least Luger would sell. A Animated bit. a little bit. Even if he just did scream. Ah! Oh! And I also think Diesel. We've talked about this before as well. Diesel needs to work with guys like. <laughs> see, it's so bad. Oh, oh, he like, oh. Uh, he, need, he needs to work with guys like Brett. And Sean and Ray. Even Taker. Taker was yes. great. Him and Taker were great together. I think that could have been an extended and I feel like We've he, talked about that before. We haven't really watched a whole lot of matches with Taker because he's not really been on Raw. We really just had the Rumble Mania. You know what smaller guy, though, that he didn't have the best matches with? That was Bulldog. Yeah. Like, I felt like that could have been a bigger feud than it was, but their matches weren't that good. Like, the In Your House 4, I think it is. Is it International yeah. Incident? No, In Your House 4 is... Um, Fuck, if you hadn't said it, I probably would have known. Fucking, It's not important, Travis. Fucking something in Canada. That's some bullshit. <laughs> in your house four. <laughs> something something Brandon, Brandon, I'm surprised you don't know this one. Yeah, he right. probably does know, but already just trying not to show his Canadian cut. Don't we establish I'm from Puerto Rico. No, you're not. You saw your Puerto Rico. Not again. <laughs> not again. No. If somebody requests that, we can let you see it. No, me confront us to I've never wanted to shoot myself more than right now. Oh no! All right, I'll keep going. Manos paiva, hands up high. Manos triva, touch the sky. So you Puerto Rico, In your house, four was great. Great White North. It was the first Canadian pay per view since WrestleMania six. 
Oh, wow. You're fucking welcome. That's the only thing so far I can compliment in this match is that Shahi just took to the fucking corner. Give it the post. It, it, just, it, it looks good, but this is fucking It's the tail terrible. of two big men, though. Sid doesn't sell Dude. enough, and then oh. Diesel, I think, sold a little too much in this fucking oh. match. That looked good as well. I'll give him that. His, I mean, he sold the back because we, we glossed over this earlier. got wet. Did you see that? <laughs> we glossed over this earlier, but Henry, Henry O'Godwin was hired by the uh, Ted DiBiase that weekend on Superstars or Action to, Zone to soften him up. Yep. And he injured his back in their match. Why then would, he, but then he says in the promo, he's like, oh, he didn't do nothing, I'm fine. Yeah. Why would Ted DiBiase need to hire... He outsourced some work, man. Yeah, when you when you already at your disposal... Jobs. Yeah, I apologize. He's, <laughs> he's working for the economy. Um, <laughs> yeah, million dollar championship wrestler. You see what he did for all those people? Gave him jobs. Put on a quality they, pay-per-view. Here's what you don't know about. Didn't about have that. any gun violence. That federation went out of business because <laughs> Teddy Biasi ran out of money the first show. Nah, he man. didn't pay the catering bill. <laughs> he got sued by the fucking... Uh, the, are you, the, are the, you sure this is not like East Tennessee Wrestling they, you're talking about? They didn't get their fucking deposit back. I mean, they there was really vehicular homicide in mine almost, but not fucking guns. Yeah. Oh. Like Undertaker and Raven fought they, with they, a car. They just... They just do not mix well. They just yeah. don't. The, the two styles are just not good. I can see Sean and, and Sid having a good match because Sean can bump his ass off for the monster. Uh, Diesel, Diesel, same thing. He'll have a match with somebody. They'll bump their asses off. I have in my notes that the match between Diesel and Bam Bam is ten times better than this because Bam Bam's ten times the worker of Sid. I, of course. Yeah, I will course give, you, give you this, though. He... Diesel sells pretty well for Sid during this match. Like, well, right yeah, there. but like, I wonder like, if that uh, scar on his stomach is from where Arn Anderson stabbed him. Yes, <laughs> and, and it's because this is Um <laughs> Fucking, of course, uh, Nash or Diesel, whatever you want to call him, is, is going to be the half the one, the one to sell yeah. in this equation. Yeah, because you have it, it's just like the match of Mania where they try to make Sean, Sean the the like the top heel and. Diesel, the babyface, which it didn't make any sense in that situation. This situation makes more sense, but Sid just can't get the job done in this position. I don't know what it is. I don't know. They just do not mesh well. It's, I think he's not licking there's, his lips enough. There's not. <laughs> You're right. You can. I can sit here and honestly think, in the last 30 years of me watching wrestling, big men matches typically are not good. Like, there's not many that are good. You mean to tell me. Kane and the Ultimate, Undertaker. Ultimate Warrior and Hercules Hernandez. That's not a big man match. <laughs> yeah, that's a big man I'm match. I'm talking that's a 16 meaty man and match. up. Undertaker and Diesel had good chemistry. Uh, Kane and the Undertaker had good chemistry. But Kane and Big Show, I watched that match on god-awful how many times in my life, and that match sucks. The Undertaker and Big Show were okay, but they weren't great. Fucking great colleague could suck a dick well, in India. It, the whole thing, the whole thing, I mean, he can't Almost even, he can't even do it on his knees because he's so fucking tall. He has to lay down. And the fucking thing with big guys is, even going back to Andre, it, it was a spectacle. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be good. It was meant to get people in there because it was a wow factor. Yeah. Well, but then when you start putting it in a title match, you're taking away. It's and you're not trying really, to work. It's it's all in, in how you use it and the duration of it. If you watch an Andre match... Um, those matches are not very long. No, and he's, then he's, and then when he got past the point of not being able to work, they were even shorter. And the ones that were longer were usually matches he was in a tag team or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I was speaking more like the Mega Bucks, but yeah, yeah. that too. But ha- by the time he was in the colossal connection with Haku, he could barely fucking walk. Yeah. Um, both these guys 
can have competent <laughs> matches on their own, but it is it's dumb to put this type of worker against another type because at that point you're going to you're going to kill the heat of one guy if you do too much or you're going to make your champion look weak it's a it's a it's a bad situation to put two guys like this in together and we get this for three pay-per-views this one king of the ring and in your house too lumberjack so and you know why that we get this because there's no other hill for Diesel to face. Diesel, if you, if you actually... <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! I want to stick a fucking Sharpie up your ass. I think <laughs> you fuck, fuck that narrative. He Bulldog turns on his fucking ass, and they don't have a fucking pay-per-view match until goddamn October. I, I agree. And we've talked about this Goal, If anything, Bulldog should have won the King of the Ring, but they, weren't, they didn't turn him hill yet because Luger was not gone. No. And that's another reason why... They kind of push that forward, but there's but there's no other top hill. The only top hill they had was Sean, who's super over. Reality, Diesel should be your fucking hill champion. I mean, and Brett is chasing him, and Razor is chasing him. Yoko, but like, I don't think he could have put on a great match. He could have put on a better match than this. But the, Owen, Owen was about, I was about to say Owen's the only the only other person. Jared, he's the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, they've not built up Jared enough to be a top hill. He's yeah. a mid card hill. Owen is a top guy hill. He could get you over, which is why they put him in there with Diesel on fucking action stars. Listen, action you stars. Mean, you remember telling me the Blue Brothers couldn't have switched in and out? No. <laughs> and did twin magic and beat Diesel for the title. In a world where <laughs> in a they, world. they gave Jinder Mahal a fucking title run for six months. I know the, the business was different back then. But sometimes the only way you know is to fucking try something. And no. both Bulldog or I, I'll disagree. I think fucking Jarrett could have been a fucking great champion provided you had a strong baby face chasing him. No. Well, Not a long run, but a... Well, but let's, let's, let's had, put, him, had him beat Diesel. Let's put this in and perspective as well, because... Towards the end of 94, really, you're all... This is a terrible choke slam, by the way. Um... Your your monster heel is Yoko and Bob Backlund. You'd say Owen as well. Well, they fu- they fucked the whole Backlund thing up yes. because he's he's another guy that could be in that position. And they 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 fucked Owen up because then they put him in that tag team instead of letting him continue to be. Well, that might have been a temporary fix because you, I, it's hard to tell what they would have done with Owen and Anvil because mm-hmm. Anvil was fired. Well, and no one else in the Mean Dollar Corporation, which is supposed to be great, your, great power bomb, which is supposed to be your heel faction, is is main event ready. Sid was about the only one, and they had to put him in there. You're a fucking idiot. The Ted DiBiase is even like you're a fucking idiot. You need to pin him. You know, we can quibble all we want, and preferences him, aside. Fuck. But here's the thing: by the beginning of the next year, <clears throat> fucking Sid, it, it, like the fucking, and probably before then, the crowd is so fucking hot for Sid. Well, he's not even there at the beginning of the year. When he comes back, he's well, at he the, end of, back. the end of 96, he comes back and he has his title run he, because of Bader. He comes back How, at international incident. Okay, well, However, I'll give them I'll give them credit because we're talking about the problem is they're short of heels. When 96 rolls around, they're about to lose Diesel and they're about to lose Razor. But mm-hmm. you get 
fucking Vader, you get mankind. They're, they're trying to establish hills yeah. because 95, they're just not any. They try to establish Mabel, and I, Mabel is not a, a viable hill. I got my I got my time frame mixed up because I was thinking that the the title, the it was 96 uh, at the Rumble was that match he had with Sean, but that's 97. My point being, it's like right guy, wrong time. Yeah. And I just think right guy, wrong champion to, to go against. Well, and this is not the way you should fucking end a pay-per-view, especially the one you're coming out of the gate with. Well, here's the thing, though. is They, they knew that they got him for that fourteen ninety five, and they know the King of the Rings coming up the next month. They want that spice, so they're going to pay that extra money, the $40, whatever it is, to fucking get that $30, $40, get that pay-per-view. I think it's 30 I'm sorry. I, I, I'm fine with this sort of being a, a, non, a, a non-finish for this match because they're continuing it. I am sad that it does continue because these two have zero <laughs> chemistry together. But on paper, it makes sense. I so, remember rewatching through '95, and it just—I was just like, "Fuck, this is hard to watch." Like this, then you get through King of the Ring, then you get through Lumberjacks too. Do you see him? Do you see him tap his fingers, tell him the back body, yeah. drop him. So Bam Bam comes up. Bam Bam gets fucking. He's over, man. Like I'm boots. telling you, you could argue Bam Bam winning the King of the Ring. He could have, except he's not in the fucking it, tournament. It would have been nice to have given him a redemption after after the Mania match. Because he could have went in there. So far, man, like every match I've watched, well, he's had a good match, and man. This, this King of the Ring tournament is, well, is this the first one? Might be the only mm-hmm. one that the winner gets a shot. At the championship at, at, at SummerSlam. Except for when Brock wins it. In 2002. Yeah, Brock. Yes. Yeah. But like the, they did that, so you knew automatically in our situation if, if Diesel's a champ of heels going to happen. Well, here's the thing. In 95, spoiler alert, Mabel wins, and he gets a title shot at SummerSlam. Steve Austin wins in 96, and he gets a free-for-all match against Yokozuna. Yeah, where the rope breaks, and yep. he pins him. And then 97, Triple, Triple H, H wins, but he has a kick-ass cage match with Mankind at the pay-per-view. But, but since, I mean, and like this, this is a big problem. He just walks off like, whatever, fuck, fuck it. I just lost the main event of a goddamn pay-per-view for the world title. But let me look at His my hand. His lip hurts. Let me look at my hand. He almost hurt a softball hand. <laughs> Fucking stupid, man. He's, he's got to go find Jerry Lawler's mom to give her a Shut kiss. Shut up, he's diesel-powered. He's not even there. He's probably snorting blow off his I'm, fucking hooker I'm, wife's tits. Whoa. She's whoa. at the next pay-per-view, by the way, or she's in your house, too, by the way. Is she? Yeah, he's the one she, he kisses in the audience. Oh. That's his wife at the time. So. She's a cunt. <laughs> here's here's a here's a weird interesting scenario. So we could have done you know after Mania we had you know Jarrett win and beat Razor. What if Razor says you know he was tired of not getting a title shot and he's the one that fucking comes out there and jumps Sean and you get Razor as Hill versus Diesel. You know what's stupid there though? Like he's thanking Bam Bam. He's thanking Bam Bam. Shaking his hand. They're not even showing it. They're not even showing him thanking Bam Bam here. They're zoomed in on Diesel. Well, like yeah, I mean, fucking get Bam Bam over. D- a Diesel's bit. got a pose. <laughs> Um, a, a main event next uh, pay per view program dude. with uh, Deezer and uh, Deezer Diesel and Razor uh, would have absolutely worked. Yeah. Um, this it, is the weirdest fucking oh boy little bad. promo here at the end. About They're like, hey, the WWF may be saving the world. Yeah, uh, no, I highly doubt it. Not with this fucking shit product. Yeah, I, I once again I said it. I preferred Bam Bam versus Diesel more. Diesel. <laughs> uh, Bam Bam should have definitely been a contention excuse me for King of the Ring do you think these aliens have watched shit Sid take a shit in darkness <laughs> yeah see that smile they knew saving the world maybe maybe 
right. Fucking stupid. That is the end of In Your House 1, boys. Wonderful. Great, what, what is great. your thoughts about the show before we get into like the, the Ruin and Redeem stuff? Um, As an experiment for a lower-priced pay-per-view, I think it was okay, but I wouldn't... I, I think they... They took this, and they and by the next one, they've worked out a lot of the kinks. Um, but I, I, I tend to agree with Brandon there. Like it was to me, it felt like just a little bit more umph of a raw. I mean, and that's probably what they were going for. You got star versus star matches, stuff like that, leading into it. Um, they do work out a lot of the kinks before in your house too. But there's also more star power on In Your House, too. you got Sean coming back. You've got, I think, doesn't Razor, Razor wrestle someone? I can't remember who. But like The Undertaker still isn't on a pay-per-view for anything, which I know you're going to cover in a second. He does a dark match. Um, but like I feel like, for what it was, fourteen ninety five, like you just kind of progressed it to King of the Ring. It just felt like a... It felt like a fucking, I know Brandon hates when I talk about these, a Sunday night slam. That's what it really felt like. It was something leading into the next pay-per-view, so if you had to pay money for it. Here's my thing. I think with the way the show started off, it started off really hot. I think the way that they spaced the matches out did not make sense to me. I think it's okay of starting your show off. I think you should have started your show off with Razor first. And I think if having Kid in that match, the match was still really good. It would have been even better. They could have put Bob Holly in there, man. Like they could have done a little something, something. gave him a little rub. Then they tried to give it to fucking Aldo Montoya for two mm-hmm. seconds, and then he gets thrown away like the fucking <laughs> jock strap on his face. And after they, a and they fucking sweaty say that. Game. They fucking say that. Uh, I think for this being your first show at fourteen ninety five, it's two hours. I get it. I think there should have been either a a title change. And just kind of say, hey, I paid this much money. I, this this fucking happened. I'm gonna have to get this next time they do this. Yeah, if I, I'm I'm not of one. Uh, I, I, here's a little insight. Uh, back in the day, you know, we all used to go to Buffalo Wild Wings for for their pay per views. Back so when, they became cuts. <clears throat> yes, and uh, one of our mutual friends, I won't name, name his name, uh, but like. He, he had a philosophy that like uh, that a pay-per-view was wasted for him, even if he didn't pay for it, if there wasn't a title change. He said, like, his philosophy, there should be a title change every pay-per-view. And I, that's not my opinion. No, I think that's fucking no. stupid. That being said, when it is in an introductory pay-per-view, you need to do something that's sort of like an indicator that anything can happen on this, and it's not a throwaway show. No, like, the first episode of Thunder... They gave you Sting talking for the first time. Yeah. Now, nothing ever happened on Thunder beyond that, but that moment kind of lets you know that like something could happen going forward, and this this show needed something like that. You are a coward, and you are a dead man. <laughs> Never forget it. I mean, like you said, that's the first, the first time fucking Sting comes out in the red face paint is on Thunder, but that's, that, that's, no one, no that's one, in the dying days of it mattering. No one cares. <laughs> Trust me, I, I, I think, fucking know because I'm watching I think, Through Thunder right now. I really do think that would have made it feel even more special. And even if you would have done a finish where you do, I know they do it later on in '96 with the two shoulder, both shoulders down. Do some kind of wonky finish, and they fucking Sid won the title, and the next night they overturn it. Well, why could something? I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I just don't, which I know they just did. I just they don't just see any match on this card where the title change would have really made sense. 
Well, no, it's because, but that's the way they booked it. I also don't believe you should have had Brett work twice. I think that was foolish, and I think it was a waste of his talent when you already have him work a fifteen-minute match versus Hakushi. I mean, they, they, they you could have fucking had the title change with with uh, Razor and and Jared. Jared, Jared. Yep. or yeah, I mean, or you could have even had Sid win. I, I think. I think they didn't want to take the title off Diesel because they, they would have slowed his momentum down. I understand that. God. But I think you could have done a, the tag title. King of the ring. You man. could have done that spot where Yoko hit the fucking corner piece and then he's down and fucking uh, smoking guns get the win. Next night on Raw, fucking they lose it back. I'm no, okay with that. I, I, this, I mean, I just look forward to what's coming. And it's King of the Ring 95. And it is one of the worst all-time pay-per-views I've ever watched in my life. On the WWE side of things, it like the fucking show. Well, I hope, I hope, because I know there's some shows where us watching these Raws leading up to it have changed my mind a little bit on some of these shows. I know this is going to be a far fetched, but I really want to see where what happens with King of the Ring with my perspective now than then. It's not going to help. Yeah. It's not going to help. Ruined or redeemed? <sighs> I. I want to be I want to be kinder to it because it's the first one. It's the first one, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna say ruined by a cunt hair. It's a, this is almost a fine show, but it there's a there's a lot of wasted effort in it. I'm going with the same sentiment as Brandon. I, I think it's ruined and not. If this were not, episode of Raw, I'd be giving it a redeem. Yeah, if it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, for a pay-per-view, um, I really felt like if I hadn't watched this show, I didn't really miss anything. In the end, I mean, in the end game of things, I mean, I, the whole Jerry Lawler, Bret Hart thing, I mean, it just, it just, this show literally feels like a Sunday Night Slam. Like, it's leading to King of the Ring. Like, like nothing of note happens on this show, except for maybe the debut of Savio Vega, and if back in the day, it might have meant more, but now seeing where Savio Vega went through... 2022 eyes that didn't fucking matter no i i I have to agree with you guys for it being your first show like i was we were just talking about the whole title change something big had to happen and like i said if that happens you're like you know the next time they only have one for 1495 Mm. something big happened to this show i want to i want to see that shit and knowing that there's not an encore presentation of this you mean to tell me fuck you savio vega debuting was not a huge thing exactly no No, it wasn't it was not so i'm actually gonna go ruined as well guys Uh, i think the show started off really hot i think the pacing of the show is fucking weird i think you should not have had razor or brett and hakushi and razor and the double j's uh right after that I think you could have done Brett, and then you could have done the Mabel match, know. and then you could have done the Razor match. Because that to me, they were, they were so hot for Brett. They were still hot for Razor, but they could have been even hotter coming yeah, off And that. more Stephanie wine. Go no, fuck yourself. Less Stephanie wine. MVP. Hi, Doc Hendricks. Hey. I mean, I'd give it to Doc Hendricks on that side, but like far as wrestler-wise, I would have to give it to Brett. Like, I just think Doc Hendricks added a lot to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, far as crew goes, I'd say Doc Hendricks wrestler wise, I'd go Brett. I mean, Brett's fantastic, and it, and I guess I'm just, it's, it's and almost, lo- I'm almost dock, docking points because Brett is so fucking consistent. So, in, in your terms, he, he actually probably is the MVP, but Doc Hendricks 
kept the show momentum up in times that they had no reason to be. Yeah, you could make a you could make an argument for Jerry Lawler. Yeah, because he's weaved throughout the whole show. Lawler is is always going to be in contention for me. I'm going. I'm going to go. I got a. Uh, Lawler and Doc Hendricks are mine. They're the co-MVPs. Because the one thing that's consistent throughout my notes I have is, fuck, Doc Hendricks is hilarious. Fuck, he's entertaining. Nope. And he got me through it. And he fed off Vince very well. It's a show that got yeah. him that spot that Gold Rush <laughs> to. And, and Jerry Lawler, like, do, do, do. he just, he's weaved throughout the entire show. Like, it's the Jerry Lawler show. Because, I mean, it starts with the whole Bret Hart thing and it starts... Building through, but I, I still give it to Brett pulling out the two matches and stuff. Yeah, and uh, with the whole <laughs> mark that off my notes and go rush to my ass. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I, I completely agree with Brandon. Is that I hold Bret Hart to such a high standard and he meets that expectation every single time. It's hard to be like Bret Hart's my MVP because he's already doing what I fucking know he's going to do. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 like he, Owen, same he, thing. Yeah, it's like he he's so good that you take it for granted. And I feel like this in this match too. I feel like how they, like I said, they kind of rushed everything. That Owen did not get to shine as much as he typically does. That and tag match was cut for time or something because they did it not very have time short. to do anything. That tag match too, I think, was only like five minutes. It may have been. It wasn't. It wasn't very long. I mean, that might have been all Yoko could do at that point. Five forty-four. I mean, I've, we've seen Raw matches last longer than that. Yep. So very true. And even at that, I man, make Owen work. I mean, Owen is so fucking entertaining. Like that to me, that's probably the miss, the biggest missed opportunity is that that bump that Bart Gunn takes on that second row. Ooh, though, it's fucking, that's that's the spot of the night. Is fucking, what fucking like. Actually, no. I take that back. The, the vertical suplex over the top. that that would be it. But uh, as far as somebody yeah, eating, um, eating the shit. fucking, uh, I'm, I'm re- recanting. Bret Hart is my MVP just for that <laughs> fucking that fucking book. Uh, match of the night. I don't think there's really any argument on this. Brett and Hakushi. God damn it, Brett! <laughs> just farted. <laughs> Brett and Hakushi is what I would say. Um, <laughs> Brandon's going Adam Bomb and Mabel. <laughs> I am. It's my no. Um, God, that match was terrible. <laughs> You I mean, Brett and Jerry Lawler would have been it if we hadn't had the funky shit ending. Like, yeah. And I get what they were doing there, but the Brett, far as match, technical match, like with a clean finish and everything, I would say Brett. Brett and Brett and Jerry is not going to ever be a technical match because Jerry Lawler is not really a technical wrestler. He's mm-hmm. more of a brawler. So you're you're kind of getting a pre a preemptive version of what you're going to get with Austin Brett. But Austin's ten times the worker Jerry is, and I'll vouch for that. But that match is just a brawling match. Yeah. Fucking Brett and Hakushi started off slow. Damn, they did some stuff in there that you would not see in fucking 95. Uh, argument could be made for the handicap match because of Razor and Jarrett. That's actually, I'm kind of on the fence because there's there's some moments in that match that are so fucking crisp and smooth. They've been working. And you can just tell that those guys have great chemistry together. Um, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote the handicap match. Just no. uh, it's good. Be the uh, and odd man out for it being a handicap match was super fucking entertaining. It and not- it didn't feel too like most handicap matches have that spot where they beat down the one guy by himself. Like I never felt like that overwhelmed. It's like the match. that that like, one spot we talked about too, where the refs distracted by something by the other teammate, and they do the swap, of, and then there's never a tag, and the refs like, what happened? He's like. I fucking made a tag. There was never any of that shit. It was just pure action from start. And they had the moments where they would get in there, but they were all, always it led five, to something. five count. And, it, were, and, it, and it led to something else. It wasn't like a wasted movement. Yep. Um, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm going to say Brett Hakushi yeah. still, just because I thought Hakushi has such a great presence. I give, I give Brandon points for the yeah. handicap match, though. I agree. 
Even though points in this podcast don't fucking matter. That's true. You can't even cuck. Well, I was going to say that. I was going to say I respect you, Booker Man, but I take it away. <laughs> Fuck you. So, guys, we got dark matches. We mentioned there was one dark match before with John Pierre Lafitte versus Bob God Holly. Damn. The dark matches. Stole his lug nuts. Stole his checkered flag. Uh, these. So, the, the crowd actually got three dark matches afterwards, which the first one was The Undertaker defeating Kamala. This match is actually... Kamala? Or Kama, sorry. I was about to say, what the fuck? Sorry. I was looking at my notes and I thought Kamala. Uh, This match is included as a bonus match on the VHS home release. I'm assuming they added these to fill space on the tape. Which I do have. Bam Bam Bigelow defeated Tatanka. This match was also included on the home video release. And then the third and final dark match, which was fucking weird, is a qualifier for the King of the Ring between Davey Boy Smith and Owen Hart. The match went to a 15-minute time limit draw, and unlike the other dark matches, this match was taped for an episode of Raw, June 5th. Yeah, that's... No. that's that's This more, is May 14th. More, it's like they plug it in later on because they didn't really have have something. I wonder if it... I don't know if it was intentionally, you know, taped for that Raw, but then they're like, oh, then we got this match with... Uh, oh, the bulldog. Which explains why you get the normal raw apron underneath the in your house for apron. Like it has the WWF, uh, the blue one with yeah. the logos. I'll tell you, there, there is a theme. Like I know probably there's not a lot of tape marks that listen to this, but maybe um, most in your houses, the Coliseum videos always included two bonus matches. And they would always play after the show ended, quote unquote. Like, I think Rage in the Cage, there's a steel cage match, which is in your house six. It's Goldust and The Undertaker. And then they also have a casket match after one. I want to say it might not be International Incident. It might be Beware of Dog. No, it's not Beware of Dog because Undertaker's actually on that one. It might be International Incident. But there's a lot of Goldust Undertaker matches on those. But they always did the bonus matches because, they, hell, they recorded them because they sold the show as a three-hour show to the live audience. Most of the time, but it is weird they recorded that one for fucking Raw and in then, June. And then so, well, let, let me later. let me break it down. I mean, I don't have the 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 year in front of me. So, the next episode of Raw we're going to get is going to be May fifteenth. Mm-hmm. So, May fifteenth, May twenty second. When's the next? May 29th. So, it's not even in that set of tapings unless they do four, and then they air that match. What? When, what is the next WCW pay per view? Uh, it is oh, uh, Slambury or Super Bowl. I have it in my notes. I have it where no, it's... No, it'd be, it would be Slamboree. It'd have to be Slamboree because we've already watched Super Brawl. Yeah, so it's Slamboree. I have it in my notes that it's actually coming up very... Or is very, it Spring Stampede? It is not. They don't have a Spring Stampede. They don't bring st- Spring Stampede back till 97. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. May 21st. So we are actually about Sorry. a we, we're about a week away from... What, from we have, we'll have Monday Night Raw on uh, our next one. I really don't want to watch another (laughs) WCW (laughs) pay-per-view. I was going to save the card for when we actually... uh, I'm so glad WCW folded and uh, (laughs) UWA took its fucking spot. Shit. God, at least we don't have to watch any more fucking ECW for a while. We've Here, got a few more of those Here's the matches, guys. Like I said, we'll get Monday Night Raw as our next episode, and then it will be Slamboree. It is the Nasty Boys versus Harlem Heat. That could be good. Kevin Sullivan versus the man with no name. That will not be good. Wahoo McDaniel versus Dick Murdoch. Oh, because it's the Legends Reunion. The Great I'm, Muda. I'm, I, it could be a bad match. I, I will give them... that. That's cool for the people in attendance. The Great Muda versus Paul Orndorff. And this is for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. 
Arn Anderson versus Alex Wright for the television title. Ming versus Road Warrior Hawk. Sting versus Big Bubba Rogers. Yay. Oh, my God. And Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage versus Flair and Vader. With the Renegade in their corner. I, it, it, this could go either way. It will probably be bad. There's no way it'll be as bad as uh, previous. Uh, Let's just say the shortest match is 441, and that's Ming and the Road Warrior Hawk. And the longest is 1857, and it's the main event tag match. Muda's 14 minutes, so... Yeah, I'm actually excited for that Muda match now I'm seeing that. But, like, what's fucking stupid about this, though, if I'm not badly fooled here, don't they have main event tapings they before? Do. They and do. And Mean so wrestles twice? He does. So, I think that's going to hold off on that, because I believe that might also be a uh, tournament match for the U.S. title. <laughs> the Blue Bloods, Lord Stephen Regal and Earl Robert Eaton defeat Los Especialists. Especialatus. Los Especialatus. In a minute and 22 seconds. Eddie Jackie and Mark Starr getting some Jackie. more time. Hell yeah. Eddie Jackie. So, guys, we got some good stuff coming. Like I said, Monday Night Raw will follow this one. And then we're also going to get. It's Jeff and he's going to knock his mic over. Look at Jeff in here. The man with no name. Mottist. Another me is what they'll never be. God damn it. Brandon, Reds of the Black Lodge. Um, uh, our uh, Leprechaun uh, commentary for Leprechaun 4 is uh, currently out. Um, Scheduling-wise, we're really hoping that we're going to be able to meet our deadline to, to put out uh, our next episode. We'll see. Otherwise, we'll be back in April. Um, you know, between COVID and, and uh, computer issues, it's just been hard to corral everybody at the same time. And, you know, and sickness and, and blah, 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 blah. But have something to corral. Whoa. Whoa. What? <laughs> Davy Richards' jerk squad is what I was talking about, but, but whatever. Um, we got a lot of great things on the horizon. We're really, really looking forward to uh, appearing at FrankenCon. We're going to be doing a, a live uh, career retrospective with Brian Brimmer, who was in Spontaneous Combustion. Society. Society. Fucked up movie. Pumpkinhead. Uh, a lot of great stuff. Uh, yeah, me and Fat Tony are just uh, we're do, do, chomping at the bit to get that done. Do you know what you're doing, the Davy Richard Church Squad? You pump that head. <laughs> New dungeon. <laughs> Davy Richards Church Squad. But yeah, Brandon. So Ranch from Black Scott. My dest. Um. What we are you okay? <laughs> I killed myself. Yeah. Um, well, the the big announcement that we uh, the uh, thing that's going to be coming on the horizon is Soy Puerto Rico, nunca siquiera por nombre. God, I want you, I want you to to do that when I come through the door and just bash Fat Tony over the head with a chair. That's why he will come over here. He's fucking scared and he knows it. He's gonna get, his, he's gonna get fucking jammed with this fucking chair right in his fucking a hole. And he's, uh, gonna, he's gonna climb on your shelf and he's gonna give him an Alabama. I'm gonna jump off the Popeye machine with a fucking chair. Okay, fair enough. But um, uh, Fat Tony and I are, are in Los Bariquas, so um, uh, we outnumber you. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, Travis, oh, it's, it's my turn now. Okay, uh, we 
Had, we had a lot of fun at the uh, Smoky Mountain uh, Collectors uh, Show. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, I had fun with you guys. I mean, handing out, talking about uh, you know the podcast to people, selling our wares, and talking about David Richards' Jerk Squad, and watching Brandon just break out in random fits of Jeffing. <laughs> <laughs> no one understands what he's doing. But uh, we actually, our, our booth was right beside the guys from Frank and Con, so we uh, got Great to chit-chat, yeah. chit-chat with them about everything. And... Um, you know, I we knuckled up each other. Yeah, you know, white, white knuckled up. White knuckled each other. Yeah. We, but uh, I still got the stuff on eBay. TGL the Man Twelve. Anybody else hooked that up? Uh, I guess the guy that sent me the weird message is not allowed to listen to the podcast because he has not tried to send me anything since. So thank goodness for that. Oh, um, but uh, just keep peddling that stuff. Um, apparently, uh, we got to fund a house now, so we've uh, oh, yeah. put in an offer on a house and everything. So uh, we might have a. Uh, Place for us, uh, for place for us boys to hang out in the garage. You gonna have a fuck shit? Yeah. A garage. A fuck garage. A gangbang garage. A gangbang garage. They don't work for Terry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you gonna find somebody but, else for that? <laughs> I need you guys to buy my stuff so I can now make a mortgage payment. So this is gonna be, uh, mm. you know, big change, but or big thing coming down the pipe for old TGL here. Just when the housing market has hit its peak, Travis decides to buy. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean. The, the yep. wife, the wife wanted it, <laughs> so we 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 put in an offer. She's your wife, yet. She's coming down the pike to be my wife. We'll be in your wedding. Yeah, I know. NGW you guys you, with N- your Hulk, Hulk face paint on. You fucking what, a rush. Right. what a rush indeed. NGW guys, we have announced a plethora of talent. April tenth. Davy Richard Davy Richard is going to be there. He's going to fuck Travis. I'm going to be wearing that fucking shirt. It's, right see, it face. works out for you because he also works in the medical field, so he's going to knock your fucking head off and then put it back on. Back. Yeah, cool, cool. He's gonna cool. teabag you. <laughs> Whatever else to do, I hope he records it, makes some money. You should buy him a shirt and give it to him. Oh, do we press our luck? Make yourself famous. <laughs> he never comes back to NGW. The funniest thing about this is because we don't think we've talked about this, or maybe we did. But Landry was like, "Yeah, we did." But she's like, "Why is there a dick and balls <laughs> on this shirt?" And I said, "I was like, I just started laughing so hard." She's like. Did he think people wouldn't notice that? And I was like, no, that's the point. He wants people to notice the dick and balls. <laughs> My wife's super observant. I, I, listen, I made it as obvious <laughs> as possible. Like, oh, oh, I got an idea for the Sid shirt around my head. I want the old school eyes like he had. And it says, suddenly, I defecate. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of variants in this shirt. Yeah, I'm just going to open a Sid store. Just be, be like... Put the say, S and then like have like where people could write their own shit in like there. <laughs> Sorry, I just ideas abounding. Yeah, but that, well, well, anyways, guys, that? fucking NGW, uh, get your tickets now. Nextgentn.net slash tickets. Follow us at nextgentn on uh, Instagram, Twitter, come, Facebook. You come Grindr. hang out with your boy and buy some more stuff for me there yep. too. Uh, Travis will be in attendance there. We're actually trying to get more vendors. So if you're interested in a vendor spot or if you have a podcast and you're interested in um, doing, doing an episode and, and getting getting maybe some uh, potential superstars on your podcast, uh, reach out to me. Uh, you can find me at Eddie J. Shepard on Twitter. Or if you want to have us on your pod. We'll no, they fuck no because they don't. They can't edit it out. The well, shit they, that you they, say they, they shouldn't. Say. I only do oh, okay. live podcasts. <laughs> oh, okay. Brandon doesn't say bad things. You don't say bad things. You have to restart a whole fucking podcast. That was one yeah. time, Travis. I, I, I've said one bad thing. <laughs> 
I only do live podcasts, <laughs> and and, I ha- and, I, and up front, you have to sign a, a piece of paper uh, that states that I will not be held responsible for my verbal because uh, he's going to be gesticulations. He's going to be drunk. You know it. <laughs> All right, guys. We appreciate you hanging out with us on this one. Definitely. Thank you, guys. Make sure you follow us at Wrestling Ruin on Twitter. Thank you, guys. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 David Rich Dirk's one. Modest. 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 Modest.